0: now, introducing the man who spent all of yesterday seeing out summer in style as he laid in a tanning bed for four hours before buying the liquor store's entire reserve of Maladu and quote, making sure everyone in Baltimore knew who was the coolest, raddest cat in town, unquote. As the baseball season pulled into the home stretch and with the Orioles and Diamondbacks tied, he submitted a job application with Arizona in hopes of influencing the outcomes of the games, insisting, quote, my presence in kickball has proven to be nothing if not championship fuel, and winning is contagious, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. They really tried to win that game last night. Again, they really tried. I went to bed with it being like Like, 2-1 and tenth. I said, "Uh uh-oh.
1: I was a little nervous about it. Like, what the hell are they doing exactly here? We gotta. Shouldn't t- the Phillies be, you know, trying? I would think the Phillies would wanna win. Yeah, I mean, know. I don't know everything in the world. I don't understand a lot of things, I assure you. I'm an expert on very Quantum little. Physics. Well that I've nailed, right, clearly, yeah. but I'm talking about the rest of the world. I know right. very little. Like I haven't weaved a basket in years. Well that's
0: different. You're an international politics guy.
1: Yeah, it's I'm way more right. how I could tell I got a lot of yeah. takes about the situation in the Ukraine. Of I would course. love to talk to you about it at some point. They the Phillies I feel like should be better than yeah. than they are. Yeah. Or at least than they've been. Bryce Harper's good still. Is he? He's having his best year. He's OPSing
0: over 1,000 this year. It's really
1: interesting. Really interesting. Uh, But, you know, thankfully the Orioles didn't win the game because that wouldn't be helpful in any way. That would be no help whatsoever. Uh, Hi. Good morning. Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Kyle. We're here. A huge thank you to all of you who came out last night. Uh, for the Tyus Bowser Show at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. We're going to be listening to some of that here in just a few minutes. Uh, Tyus and Anthony Levine Sr. were out with us. We had a tremendous time. Honestly could not have had a better atmosphere. and um, Great crowd. Uh, very nice things. A lot of you had to say. And Look, we are coming back down that way for a show later on in the season. So if you missed it, shame on you, but you will get another opportunity. Next Tuesday we will be at... Uh, City Line Bar and Grill is where we're going to be next Tuesday night for the Tyus Bowser Show, brought to you by PressBox, Great Eights Memorabilia, and our friends as well at Express Exterior Design. Find out more at PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. And, of course, Great Eights always has wonderful things going on. They are doing great uh, events and signings, and they've got memorabilia. Um, it's just incredible, including Baltimore Celeb Fest Two, which is coming up. Pro wrestling fans, it's your your event. Finally, Kurt Angle is going to be there. the The Briscoe brothers are going to be there. The The Inspiration, formerly known as the Iconics, all of them will be there at Baltimore Celeb Fest Two as part of the Great Eight Stable. Again, go to grade8smemorabilia.com right now in order to get your tickets. So we'll listen in on the Tyus Bowser show from last night. Um, We're going to preview Ravens-Lions coming up a little bit later on. Adam Archuleta is going to join us. He's on the call for CBS on Sunday, of course, former NFL safety. Uh, We will also check in with Lomas Brown, a former NFL offensive lineman, who's now the Lions color analyst. We will uh, get some thoughts on in what ways they might be dangerous, if any. The Ravens struggled guarding tight ends, for what it's worth. And T.J. Hawkinson has looked good. You're right about that. They look good for you know a half. They were winning on on Monday night, and they look good for the second half of the previous game. Put those so, together. That's a football game. Yeah. Now, thankfully, you uh, got us too. You know, I don't think there's a lot of reason to believe they're ready to put 60 minutes of football together. But I would I would hate for that to be the the case this Sunday. We'll talk more about that with Lomas Brown. And Drew Forrester will join us as he does uh, every Wednesday. We will check in with Drew. Well, most Wednesdays anyway. I don't know what the story is with Drew anymore. But whatever. We're yeah. going to check in with him. He's not golfing this week. So, yeah. Yeah, we got that going for us, which is nice. Real shame he couldn't have yeah. been golfing. But we'll t- check in with Drew a little bit later on as well. So that's all coming up on the program today. I'm going to have a column coming up a little bit later on today. What's it
0: about? Tell us everything.
1: Oh, I'm going to give it all away right now so you have no reason to read it. Um, it's about... The Ravens playing Ravens football is what it's about. And it's something pretty emotional that Anthony Levine Sr. said last night. However, I'm not going to air that clip today. We're going to have to wait till later on in the week to hear that clip. There was something really emotional that Anthony Levine Sr. said in talking about not just them winning. He his love for you, didn't he? Um, well, he does that regularly. We yeah. actually text each other, and yeah. he's like, dude, I'd be nothing without you. And what I'm you like, I understand, bro. Like, I'm, I'm amazing. I I get it. Um he said something really emotional about not just winning the game, but the thing that, that we talked about, which was winning it doing what they do, winning it playing the style of football that people have been denying can work, um, winning it sort of spitting in everyone's faces in the process, ending all doubt. i surprised they didn't throw and a flag or that, you know you know they didn't do that. Who didn't? Didn't that happen there in a game? Quite this a few weekend? taunting
0: penalties this week. No, but there was
1: a somebody actually didn't the Steelers player actually spit. Didn't we I see that? I would put it
0: past him. I don't remember it specifically. I, no,
1: I believe that actually happened on Sunday. That a There's Steelers sort of a player few, legitimately. There were a few necessary taunting calls as well. Well, yeah, they were, those are different. I'm not talking about those. I believe a Steelers player legitimately spit in a Raiders player's face this weekend and heated battle. You know, I don't know if you heard. There's a pandemic going on. Yeah, well, not. I don't think you're supposed to do that ever. But I know we've curtailed it. Particularly something. Yeah, but we normally were. Yeah. It. It was more of an agreement. There was consent it. involved. I get when it. We but we still it. tried to curtail it. Right uh, during the pandemic. Yes, correct. We said let's let's ease up on all that. Um, it's going to be about that and about what I think we learned. Um, from from that game, and it's a pretty declarative statement that I'm making in that column. But I'll allow you to read it today at PressboxOnline.com. It's and not fully give it away. Not fully trying something give it new. Away. I see. Yeah, I just figured this time. This yeah. time, I'm not going to fully give everything away. I'll allow there to be a at least a modicum mm-hmm. of mystery. Of, correct for, for you to go check out. So, what happened with the Diamondbacks last night? Uh, they lost six. Damn one Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Decidedly damn it, damn it, lost it. to the Braves.
0: Yeah. Well, they're trying. Didn't the Braves get the memo? Uh,
1: wait, it's supposed to the lose? greater good here. You know? I don't think I don't think they're I don't think they're on board with that. they got. Do they
0: still have Darren O'Day?
1: Uh, the Braves? Yeah. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> I haven't been attention to Did you go to, to, to the, the Giants
0: or did he go to the Braves? I think he went to the Giants, actually. Kyle, I'm not going to I'm gonna lie. to Because he was you. part of the Gosman deal. They unloaded Gosman along with Darren O'Day's contract and made it a twofer. Little did they know Gosman's a Scion candidate. Here's, so, yeah.
1: here's the deal. I believe you. Well, I know Kevin Gosman is. Yes. I'll believe you about Darren O'Day. I don't actually have You know, any
0: John Braves. Means had a 102 plus mile per hour exit velocity in the game the other night.
1: That's awesome. Love me some When's John. was the last means. time you had one of those? Not recently. Not recently. If I'm being honest with you, I mean, when I was 17, I was humping it, but I just of course, yeah. I've lost a little bit on the fastball over. Well, the I'm years. talking about exit velocity. Glenn. Oh, exit velocity. Oh, on the yeah. double, you mean? Yes, on oh, yes. my yes. fault. My fault. If he had thrown my 102, yeah, we'd be I talking was, a little bit more about like, that. I was <laughs> I was like, wow, that is yeah. really impressive. Um, didn't the story? Didn't he say though that like it was definitely a? He just flushed, your Like eyes he just, and he just. I believe he said that after the game. I don't believe. A swing-hard-just-in-case-you-make-contact situation. And I, I respect that. He made more that. than contact. He made a, a lot of contact. Um, loud contact. Very loud contact, no Conchecked. doubt. Conchecked. Contact Conchecked love. is what happened there. Um, but, yeah, uh, still, all that being said, all that being said, the, uh, the Diamondbacks, it would be nice if they would win a game, and it would be nice if the Orioles don't try so damn hard to win games themselves. I would just appreciate it. Austin Hayes has had a nice little second half, I suppose.
0: A consolation of sorts, but sure. I hear you. Sure. Look, I man,
1: I, I'll deal with all those things. At the end of the year, we can sit back and look on the positives. And we can say, hey, how about that? A, a lot of people are freaking out. Did, did, I did not – Or are you confident? Did you watch the Cedric Rollins thing from last night? It looked to be a home run. I I only saw one video, and I was not as – convinced as others were i mean i saw the there was the
0: two angles there was the one going down the foul line where it did appear to change paths a bit and then there was the one slightly to the side where i i mean i did think it hit now you would think they'd get that sort of thing right with replay
1: I don't really understand frankly why it is they haven't done something like with the poles. Somebody was like it should light up when it gets yes, hit, you know. Yes, 100%. And I mean, I feel like this. we have that technology. We absolutely have that technology. Yeah. There is no doubt in my mind we could fanned, that we like, have punch the technology it and make it hit. I guess that would be part of the problem. I guess you you're know? not wrong about that. Damn it. All right, take it all back. We can't do it. We can't have the poles light up. Unless you put a no that wouldn't work. Unless I mean, you I put a like, cage make- around
0: the back of it kind of thing. Well, so like, it's only why exposed we, why we do that? to the field of play. Is there a reason why we couldn't do that? I mean, we personally probably could We were just
1: talking to Didi King about the uprights yesterday and how the NFL solved that problem. Like, why couldn't we solve this problem? Why In theory, we, I feel like But then it could ricochet. Well, I mean, I would be willing to do it if they pay us a certain amount of money. Theoretically, it could ricochet off of
0: the back of the cage and hit the pole and it would be foul. You get what I'm saying?
1: Well, they would only put the cage on, on the fair the, side of the and pole. And then just
0: have it blocked off. Yeah, I guess you
1: can't. do that. It'd be that. complicated, but I think they could probably figure it out. I think that they could make yeah. this work. Or There's a lot they, of money being thrown around. What are we talking about? We're talking like about like like seven feet that they put. They start. Well, Shaq still got the in. Well, I don't know. How often do you think Shaq sits on the the foul line? I think Shaq's I more it. of a behind home plate guy. But well, Yao might not be. Uh, that's a good point. I yeah. hadn't thought about that. And we all know Yao's. He likes a, to see the entire field. And he you know? causes a ruckus typically. Yeah. <laughs> he's a guy that tends to be banging on. It's true. Jeez, I guess. All right, take it all back. I take it all back. Other take than them, though, no worries. Yeah, the point is that we just we will have to both light up the foul poles and ban Shaquille O'Neal and Yao Ming Correct. from ever coming to a baseball game again. Correct. And or I at think least that's
0: from certain sections, like get the security working extra hard around there,
1: you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Put the like make sure security right. Hey, in if that you want to sit know? out here, here are the rules, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Just Understand. Make sure the guy's look at this. This guy is gonna make sure Correct. you don't touch the foul paw. We're gonna make damn sure.
0: But you would think they could probably, technologically, they've done enough technology-wise in baseball.
1: I would think so too. Yeah. I genuinely believe that there should be an ability. Somehow, some way. And I say this as a stupid, stupid man. I'm watching it again. I, I cannot I do
0: think the ball redirects. It does appear to be going straight. I can't. It goes it goes, it's going straight toward the pole mm-hmm. and then at a certain point it veers right. It wouldn't have gone the way that it did, I don't I, think. You know,
1: I on the on the second angle, I see what you're seeing. Yeah. I see what you're seeing.
0: And like there's hard to explain how that would happen if it didn't. Hit the foul pole.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. All right. It would anyway. be a
0: bummer if that if he ended at twenty nine, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not worried about that I too much. I still think he'll get yes, one. Yes, I think
1: he's gonna get right. one. So I don't think it's gonna be an issue. But I hear you. I hear you. Be a real bummer. All right. Uh, it is Would You Rather Wednesday. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you today by Glory Days Grill, and Glory Days Grill has given me because we didn't play last week has given me fifty dollars. In gift cards, in order to give to someone who participates at random today, Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back. Love the Glory Days Grill Oktoberfest menu. It features the chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, handbreaded in herb panko and pan-fried until golden brown. Served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, the Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Draft. Dine in in the dining room or out on the patios or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. All right, so three scenarios for you this morning. They're up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, facebook.com slash Radio. I will lay them out for you here on the show, and then we will discuss them later on. Uh, Got it? My heart numero uno would you rather i can reverse history i what? have the ability and i can give you i'm going to give you a healthy jk dobbins i, feel like you could, all I right, know don't. i could probably do better but that's <laughs> not what i chose to do with my okay. disability i chose to do this all right. you get a healthy jk dobbins a healthy gus edwards and a healthy marcus peters mm-hmm. but the ravens lost to the chiefs by two touchdowns
0: or prevent world war two nope
1: nope <laughs> nope that's just it's too much <laughs> too much we're talking some real butterfly effect things going on there at that point, man. I don't know what if we they, want to prevent that one before. I don't <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, right. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do you mean prevent World prevent War II? Prevent other wars. I don't yeah, know. maybe they prevent prevent other uh, stuff. You correct. Yeah, so yeah, like sure. the rise of Hitler, yeah, sure, one, but yeah. like World War II itself. Yeah. I think like that yes. part yeah. of it we're better off with. Um so you can have them back, but the Ravens lost to the Chiefs by two touchdowns. Or the situation they're in right now. Those guys are all out. They got to win over the Chiefs. Number two, would you rather? Um, I don't know if you saw these things from the weekend. Would you rather poop your pants at a football game? Been there. Steelers fan did that this weekend. It's Was one it, of my favorite images. That somebody in a bathroom found the man pantsless washing his pants mm. in the sink. Mm. And it's just this glorious picture. And like naked pantsless? Like you don't see anything, but you... Like, because his jersey that he was wearing covers his Fortuitous, buttocks. Yes. yes, but like, not it's very clear. Look. It's very clear. I shared it on uh, uh, when I shared out the would you rather scenario. At least they were at home. Uh, correct. Uh, here, I'll share it with you. The uh, the the mm. caption. I've never been happier. Dude pooped his pants and is washing them in the sink. Awful. Steelers football is back. Just awful. That is truly a low moment. It's and a Not low only moment. his life. It's a low moment. But the opposite. Sure is the scenario that happened to the lady in Oklahoma that we learned about yesterday. You make contact with another human's feces while you're shopping at your local mm-hmm. grocer. All right? Yeah. And number three, would you rather? Uh, been a lot of uh, talk about Jace Tingler being fired by the Padres. Would you rather Buck Showalter gets the job? Shiver me Tinglers, you know? Sure. <laughs> Not sure what that means. Buck Showalter gets the job and in three years defeats the Orioles in the World Series. Or Buck never gets another job, and there's no guarantee that the Orioles make a World Series. Doesn't mean they won't. They could win three of them. Also, in the first scenario, it's the only World Series the Orioles make as part of this rebuild. Why'd you have to add that? Because it makes it more complicated. Because I like to complicate things. So again, Can scenario, I be Jace Tingler at least? No, you do not get to be Jace Tingler in this mm. scenario. You can do that. Whatever you do at home in your own in the bedroom, yeah. you do whatever you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. If she calls you the Tingler man, like that's mm-hmm. God bless you. I'm not here to, as you know, professionally. I do not kink shame. Fair. Okay, make that very clear. will tingle away. But here, for the purpose of this show, no, you may not be the Tingler Okay. You may be the winkler. You can be Jesse Winkler. if you like Winker? I think we've had this conversation yeah. a number of times, yeah. and I'm sticking with Winkler. That's the way it's going to go. All right, get me your responses, at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Glenn Clark Radio. We will talk about them throughout the course of the morning. Do you want to? Do you want break first? Then we air the show. Probably makes sense. All we right. Have four to get to. All right, break first, and we'll come back in. The Tyus Bowser Show from last night. Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio.
0: C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you c3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis Mm -hmm. i've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and i've seen it all the next time you change lanes when driving remember because of the sheer weight and size of my truck I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and break suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close.
2: Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. I
3: love you more
4: than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you
5: more than birds not as much as football celebrate your love of football with raven scratch-offs from the maryland lottery win up to hundred thousand dollars instantly or second chance cash and raven's prizes i love you more than snowballs but not as much as football play raven scratch-offs at any maryland lottery retailer please play responsibly Once
0: again this season, Pressbox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL Chicks, Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalas, and more. Watch the show at facebook.com/pressboxsports and listen at pressboxonline.com. Flash Radio Press Box's Project Game Day Every Game Day presented by Glory Days Grill
1: and Window Nation. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirits, Showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number 5.
6: Tweet us now. Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Glenn Clark, Glenn Clark, Glenn Clark,
1: radio.com. All right, back in here on GCR. Every seat is the best seat at m and Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. We're not going to listen to the entire show this morning, but we'll listen to part one. This is the Tyus Bowser Show from last night. Welcome to the inaugural Tyus Bowser show live from Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. My name is Glenn Clark. I'm going to introduce you to Tyus and his special guest here in just a second. Thank you guys who came out for coming out. Really appreciate it. For those of you that didn't make it, I bet you feel really stupid right now. I bet you feel absolutely dumb but we're going to be doing these throughout the course of the season. You're going to have plenty of opportunities to get out and hang out with us as the year goes on. Quickly, want to thank everybody who made the show possible Pressbox, Grade Eights Memorabilia, Express Exterior Design. Express Exterior Design is a family owned business with over 28 years of experience with roofing, windows, siding, gutters, and doors. Servicing Maryland, Delaware, and Southern Pennsylvania, they stand behind trust, quality, and integrity. And just remember, your job isn't finished until you're fully satisfied. Find out more at expressexteriordesign.com. That's express without the first E, -E X-P-R-E-S-S, exteriordesign.com, or by calling 855-699-7378. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please make some noise for the host of the program? Tyus Bowser is with us tonight at Mothers. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? How's it going?
7: Glad to be here, man. Very glad to be here. Dude,
1: it's so good to see you, and I'm so happy you guys won that game on Sunday night. I am so happy that that's the conversation we get to have tonight, and that we don't have to think about anything else other than incredible joy, man.
7: Definitely, man. I mean... Coming into this radio show, you know, you definitely want to come in with a win and, you know, to do it against the Chiefs, man, it's awesome.
1: Dude, that was uh, one of the great moments in modern Ravens history. That was truly incredible. We're going to talk more about it here in a second. Um, You brought out a special guest with you tonight that's with us, and I've known this guy for a long time. He's always one of my favorites in the locker room. He's one of our favorites in the community. He's, like, literally adopted football teams in the community and taken care of them. Tell me about this man that you brought out to join you here tonight at Mothers.
7: Man, this is a guy that I've definitely looked up to since I stepped into the league, you know, walking into the team meeting room and trying to find my first seat. And my first seat is right next to this guy, man. And he's been nothing but a great guy to me, especially, you know, coming into the league, playing special teams, just being the leader that he is, man. And, you know, I'm just happy to have him as my first guest on this radio show, Anthony Levine. Hey,
1: Anthony Levine Sr. is here. What's up, man? What's man, happening? You, can you address them appropriately, though? Could you please address oh, them? Oh man, the co cap, man. Ain't no. what's cap, co cap know. is in the building it's the tonight. the co cap. cap is here. Anthony, thank you for coming out, dude. It's so great to see man, you. Man, no
4: problem, man. When when Ty asked me to come, it was it was a no brainer for me. So,
1: yeah. that's awesome, man. That is so cool. Ty, so what you referred to, I was talking about uh, this with Brandon Stevens the other night, and I've I've joked about it with Anthony over the years. The way that he's become like the wise sage in this locker room, like the dude that everybody looks to and everybody turns to, is there a moment where like he pulls you aside and he like passed along wisdom or is it is it just sort of the, like the nature of who he is that you look to that guy, man?
7: Honestly, I just feel like it's the nature. I mean, it just got to be in the right place the right time. It could just be a situation that comes up and it's like, all right, I need to talk to the guys. I need to... I need to boost our, our confidence. I need to talk to these guys and get ourselves ready. So, I mean, with him, man, he he understands the situation. He understands the timing. And everybody looks up to him. Everybody knows the type of guy he is. And he puts, you know, the workout on the field. So, for him to talk, man, everybody listens.
1: Anthony, where did that come from? Like, who is who is the guy for you in your young career that you maybe model yourself after now as a leader on this football team?
4: Oh, um, man, I had a lot. It was a lot of guys, man. Uh Man, it was uh it went from Corey Graham to BA, Sean Constantine, Reed, I heard um of him. <laughs> Eric Weddle. Um, man, it was just, it was a lot of guys that when I was young that, you know, they 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 looked out for me, you yeah. know, and they and they showed me the way they showed me how to be a how to be a professional, you know, how to be a pro, you know, and um they just told me, man, you can play a long time in this league and if you do XYZ. So uh, those guys, man, they showed me the way. And once you learn how to do it and somebody teach you, you got to teach someone else. So as long everything I learned, I try and pass it on. I try and teach everybody it's else. It's
1: weird, though, because like these guys might in some cases be legitimately trying to take your job. And yet you don't like the how do you make I'm insecure as hell? Like as a yeah. human being, I couldn't be more insecure. How do you not let that become a thing? How are you able to say, all right, I'm going to help them go take my job at nah, some point. I mean,
4: at, at the end of the day, man, we don't look at it. We don't look at it like that. We don't all look right. at it as, you know, you're trying to take my job or not like that. We really look at each other like we like we family, like we are brothers. So I'm not about to go out there and let my brother down and not show him and not teach him because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, what goes around comes around. If, I, if I'm if i holding back from you, you know, and I'm not teaching you everything I know, you know, that's why I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed because the Lord keeps blessing me because I bless others. That's awesome. I show I show others, I teach them everything that I know. And if, if you hold them back, like, they say they say a, a, a village is what raised a child. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we got to do. For us to be great, that's awesome. we all got to put each other up. So that's just... This is how I am, man. That's how I was brought up. That's how my, my mom instilled dead in me and my father. So that's just how
1: I am. That's incredible. All right. Tyus Bowser, y'all had a night on Sunday night. Y'all had a night. Anybody at the game on Sunday night? Did anybody make it out? Yeah, that was okay, huh? Man. That was all right. Man, that was crazy. You've, uh, you've experienced not quite as much as Anthony had, but yeah. you've experienced a lot already in yeah, your career. I have. Can you compare that atmosphere that emotion, that drama, the significance of the win yeah to anything else that you've experienced so far in your career? Uh, man, my,
7: probably my most close comparison. I really want to hear this. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you.
3: I'm waiting to hear this, I
7: hope. I have two comparisons. Okay. Uh, Actually, three. Oh, man. I'm going to go to, nah, I think it's three. I think (laughs) it's three.
1: (laughs) It's literally (laughs) the exact same as every other game I've ever played. I'm going to go
7: to the year that we played the Patriots here. The Sunday night. Yeah, the Sunday night game. That was my first time ever playing against Brady. That was one of my few times that I played at night. A big game like that, and to see the atmosphere, the lights out, you see all the cameras flashing and running out that tunnel. I thought I was like, "Wow, this is like, is this real? Right? Is this real?" And just the atmosphere was great. They was coming in hot, and just for us to go out there and play hard, man, and come out with a win, it was it was awesome, man. It was awesome. That's it was in, definitely that's,
1: awesome, Anthony. I mean, you you've done it all, you Yo. know. Like you got two super bowl rings so this kind of old hat for you but nah. still special
4: still that, still i i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this that that win right there definitely goes up in top 5 top 5 wow for for me personally wow Why just, is that just because the last what four four times we played them i didn't want to talk about it i didn't <laughs> want <didn't> to mention <laughs> that. i mean you know, you, you, you always got that person that you, you had to get, we finally got that monkey off our back. Yeah. You know, and, and to and to beat them when everybody, they got the firepower, they got they got the the uh Mahomes, they just they just flying high. It's like like the NFL like love the Chiefs, you know, and it's like uh every time we play them, it's always a close game. And for some reason, you know, we just we just didn't finish them out. And to actually do it. And to do it the way that we did it and to do it without even having every single body, you know what I mean, I'm saying? It's unreal. It's, so, uh,
0: it's unreal. That,
4: that's special. You know what I'm saying? That, that that shows you like the type of team that we are and what, what we're capable of doing.
1: So I, this is going to sound like a dumb guy question. No, nah, right? no,
4: nah, nah, no. No questions are dumb questions. No, but Ty,
1: what Anthony just said, you guys have, I think, 100 running backs hurt right now. You got a bunch of dudes in the secondary hurt right now. When he says you're dealing with stuff, you're dealing with
7: stuff. No, you're definitely dealing with stuff.
1: How? How do you overcome all of that for this to be the time where you're finally able to beat the Chiefs?
7: Man, I just feel like when you have a group of guys that's on one accord that loves you, you know what I'm saying? We say all the time, man, we care for you, we We work hard, we grind each and every day during training camp, during OTAs, before the season, you know, we're always together. And when you come during a tough time like this, you just got to come together. You got to come together even harder and you got to play for each other even harder. Cause you understand that, you know, these times are not, you know, given to us all the time. And, you know, just to see, you know, some of our main guys go down and, we're not going to have them, you know, for the rest of the season. So you have to embrace these guys. You have to understand that, you know, this is limited and you got to embrace each other. So I just felt like during that time, especially against the game, Against a team like the Chiefs, man, we all just came together as one accord, the core, man. We told each other, man, we're going to play for each other. And as long as we got each other, we'll be, we'll be okay. So no I doubt. just felt like that's what we well, did. It,
1: it worked out okay. It, it did. It hey, it's a W in the column,
7: so that's all that matters.
1: Uh, you both are defensive guys, right? Yeah. But uh, fourth down, end of the game. I have no doubt that you have supreme confidence because you were shutting them down in the second half. Yeah. I have no doubt you have supreme confidence that you would have gotten one more stop. But were you rooting for the offense to stay on the field on fourth down? Were you, no, let's go, just go end it. Let's just go yeah, do it right End now. this, man. I mean, what else do we have
7: to lose? No right? doubt, man. I mean, we don't have nothing to lose here. Everybody's already been down this. I done looked at the ESPN columns and who they <laughs> picked. And every single one of them had Chiefs. And everybody said, yeah, they don't you have a." fight. You seen that you I was with, that. I was with my dad sitting in my living room on the table because I don't have no furniture yet. So. Yes. I was sitting, okay. looking at the thing, and it was like... And everybody. you sound picked. like you stopped caring about no, it. No, no, no. Well,
4: well, it's crazy because I had a homeboy who's been a Ravens fan since we was little, right? Yeah. He came to the game, and he was asking me. He was like, man, do you... Like, we was watching sports, and he's like, man, do you watch this? You saw the pics? I'm like, I don't watch it. And I told him, I said, I don't think nobody sees this. And for him, he said he saw it. I mean, now I got to tell well, him. One guy does. I lied. I, like, <laughs> I like, you know, but... um. Nah, man. Uh, that have the offense. I think it was. I think it was. That that was really a statement.
3: Yep, yep. that's a
4: statement, right yep. there. You it know, was. like when you think about the Ravens, you think about defense. You know, and um, uh, how just how how the Ravens are. You know, we going all the way back. Um, when when they first started, you know, Ray Lewis and all those guys, right? So you think about defense, defense. But now it's a new era. You know what I'm saying? We still preach defense, and but to have our quarterback out there, to have our yeah, O-line okay. do what they're doing, <laughs> and to get the first down on fourth and one the way they did it, that's a statement.
1: Dude, do you ever – do you feel like there's a moment where you see it click, where, like, Lamar goes from being Lamar to Superman? Like, do you see a moment as the game goes on where you're like – Oh, get out of this dude's way! Like there is something hey, in.
3: Him.
1: Right now,
4: man, I tell everybody, I'm glad I get to watch him, right? man. Like he is, spe- <laughs> like when you, when you, when he got the ball in his hand, you just looking like, every time the ball is snapped to him, it's like, what is he about to do? It's like, it's like, it's really like time freezes, and you look at him like, what is he about to do? He's about to do something crazy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Special. You don't know. You don't know what it is. You just like, yeah. what is it? You know, and this is like it blows your mind. Even when he came out last year from the for the Browns game, yeah, when he come out town. of tunnel, you like, where did he come from?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he
4: come out and do that. You just like, I'm glad out. 20 years from now, I'm gonna talk about that. I'm I'm gonna exaggerate it so much, yeah. But right. I'm gonna talk about it though. <laughs> you were gonna say it
1: was like fourth and 22. Yeah, I'm gonna say You're it broke say- down. I'm gonna say right. one guy had him
4: by his left leg. <laughs> he was pushing some guy <laughs> off of him. He tried to jump. He come back the other way. You know what I'm saying? I'm exaggerating. so a
7: left hand and got
1: his, got his face, <laughs> face man, mask grab. Man, and a dog
4: ran on the field.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had to walk. I mean. It was like your parents. They had to walk through six feet yeah, of snow to get I'm, to school. I'm every telling, day, you, right? I'm like telling you, man, I'm exaggerating like cool. so much. You, um, uh, Tyus, if, if you end up scoring a touchdown at some point this season, is oh, there man. any chance that we'll see you pull out the flip into the end zone as you go in? Any chance that you would be able to do that? I don't that?
4: think Tyus could flip. But
1: that's it.
7: No, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't come with a flip, but I did have a dream that I did score and I did the Superman pose just flying through the air. You so know, you're gonna have air. to do that So man. I will I will do that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing that. No, As long I'm have I to do For
4: your dream to come true, you can't tell nobody. <laughs> Everybody I know that. I didn't think of that. You done sold your dream. I but uh, I'm just
7: manifesting, so okay, everybody yeah, that hears me. That's that's
4: smart. Okay, they that's hear real.
7: me and they know. That's a good response. When I score, this is what I'm gonna do. I love that. The Superman. That. I
4: love it. So now like, we just need to go make. Hey, it make it sure you document that. Oh, <laughs> when know, he scored, gonna be out.
7: We don't want to hear nothing about.
4: Oh, I forgot and all that. We want to <laughs> see Superman.
7: It'll be different when I'm in the moment. It's like, yeah, just get through the end zone. That's all about. You've been waiting for
1: this moment. You've been waiting. I've been waiting. Man, gotta go make it happen. All right, uh, Tyus Bowser's Show, Anthony Levine is with us. We're out here at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. Thank you to Dave and the entire team for having us out. Um, uh, Anthony, I know you already grabbed some food. Oh, man, this turkey burger off the chain. That's awesome. That is awesome. Appreciate Mother's having us out here tonight. All right, we're going to do a a whole segment, getting to know you guys a little bit, but I'm going to throw out, if it's all right, a little bit of this or that for you two guys. Can we do that a little bit? This that? and that? Just this. That. I'm going to present. Are you things. going back to the nineties? Yeah, yeah let's do it. You let's tell, it. tell me Which one is your choice? We're trying to get to know you guys. Tyus is a nineties baby anyway. So let's do it. All right. All right. Don't do that. Let's start. We'll start with this uh, steak or seafood? Tyus, let's we'll start with you. Steak. steak. Seafood. What kind of seafood? Uh, I like uh, I like crawfish. I mean, I like shrimp.
7: I mean, you are from Louisiana. You yeah, better. It's a little bit. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, I like uh I like catfish. You in on Maryland seafood? Like have you become a crab person since you've been up here? Do you get crab cakes at all? You I do. Get, I do get crab
4: cakes, but I don't really eat crabs. OK, because I don't know. I don't really know how to open them and you know, crack there's a them.
1: lot of people that would probably be willing to teach you, bro. I'm like, pretty hey. sure.
4: But at, at this point in my life, I'm not really trying to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: <It's> am <laughs> just to be honest with you. You know, the things that you know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not yes. trying to sit
4: up there and crack open and all that. I ain't got time for it. <laughs> Smash down to get you. First of all, I need a hammer. A little baby hammering, you gotta do all that. It's no, not. It. it's not that.
1: it's okay, it's part of the experience. Though. Oh, is it if you're a crawfish guy, come on, man. It is easy, you just you know what I mean? I mean, bro, bro. I describe all that bro. hey, all I know for me
7: is when I tried trying to open up a crab for the first time, I think that was at uh Webby's uh baseball. Yep, yep, okay. yep,
4: yep, yep.
7: And they gave me a crab and I was like what am I about to do with this? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to eat? What What am, what am right I looking in? for? Just start taking a like, right in. i know this no, is it not it doesn't eat. work that way. Yeah. It
1: doesn't work that way at, at, all, all. at all. All right. Uh, you got a night at Netflix or video games? I became
7: more of a Netflix guy. Man. OK, give me something you're watching. I am currently watching All-American, the newest season. Okay. And yep. I'm also watching um, The Crown.
1: OK, all right. Anthony, Netflix or video games? Netflix. What are you watching?
4: Uh, actually, just started the first episode today. Say about the bill?
0: Oh wait, that, oh, the old wow.
1: yeah. old school?
4: Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. oh say the bill? I started. Man. I actually started this
1: morning. I ain't oh, seen that in a minute. Yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, we got we're gonna never move on. We'll Just move we're on. Talk about that off air. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, cooking for yourself or let someone cook for you? It depends uh, no, on who it is. It depends on who
7: it is. Who
8: would it be?
1: My mom. Okay. <laughs> My cousin or right, my auntie. What, what's what's your mom making? If it's mom, what does she got to make?
7: I mean, she can make anything, but I'll just throw out like some pork chops, mac and cheese, throwing some cabbage, um, anything you want, man. All right, I'm gonna need you her to come
1: visit. Yeah. Need her come visit pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Anthony, cooking for yourself? Don't, I'm a. I am do not know how to cook.
4: So okay. that right hey, there hey, tells hey, you everything you know about to me.
1: It doesn't matter. Who I it's don't know how to be. cook. You gotta let somebody else do it. And then uh, I'll give one more. How about? Um, oh, you know what? We'll, we'll just do it LeBron or Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, man.
2: Why, make, why would you do that
1: to yeah, us? Man. I mean, why do that we
2: gotta, to us, man. this is the first show. Why we just got to put it us on table the
1: table right now. Oh, I know you're going to say LeBron right or
7: Kobe or something, though. All, all right, we we'll can do LeBron or Kobe then. LeBron or Kobe. I'm going to have to go with LeBron then. All right. Why? Let's go with LeBron. Why? LeBron. why? I mean, that was my model. That was my that was my guy, you know, growing up. I was I was a big basketball guy. If people didn't know, I I played basketball, started basketball. Through college. Yes, through college. And I was the biggest guy on the court. I wore 23. I wasn't the best shooter, but I could drive. I was getting to the basket. So that's who I modeled my my game after. So your game is like LeBron James? Absolutely. I mean, you got the body type, right? Like
1: there's
7: film. We need some film. I got the film. (laughs) We need some film. I got the film. No, we
1: know that you can play. Who says they can play on the team that you know cannot play? Chuck Clark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For real? For real? You
7: I know, didn't hear that. <laughs> hey, Levine said that. I yeah, did not yeah. say <laughs> it.
4: <laughs> no, nah, I mean Chuck, Chuck, all right, man. It's just you know, uh, uh. Yeah. Right. Tavon too. Tavon swears. Tavon. Tavon, Tavon swears. He's, he's the best hooper
1: the best of all hooper time. And it's t- on the can Like Like, no, okay. nah, I got, I, I, I yeah, got yeah. to see film. Yeah, I got to yeah. see. Film. Yeah, there you uh, go. Uh, and then even.
4: Um, I'm a LeBron James fan, right. man. I'm doing I mean, through LeBron James. He's okay. He's okay,
7: that guy. He's <laughs> know, just the greatest yeah, player right? in the world. Not a
1: bad choice. All right, give it up for Tyus Bowser and Anthony Levine, ladies and gentlemen. If you follow a tractor trailer too closely, it cannot see you and you can't see what's in front of him. Tailgating could change our lives forever if a truck stops quickly. Can you? don't tailgate trucks this message is brought to you by the maryland department of transportation state highway administration it is the tyus bowser show we're live at mother's peninsula grill in arnold we're gonna grab a short break and we'll be back with more of tyus and anthony levine senior there you go that's part one of the tyus bowser show from last night at mother's peninsula grill we had an amazing time as you could tell those guys are tremendous tyus is an awesome host. And we're going to be doing that throughout the fall. You're going to have your opportunity to come out. All these people, the people showed up. Like, a lot of people showed up because they were there for the event. I saw a couple people show up like, wait, really? Like, this is just happening? Yeah, it's just happening. Tyus and his teammates throughout the season We'll be hanging out with you, with us, and hanging out with you. Opportunities for pictures, autographs, all of that as the season goes on. You can go to pressboxonline.com/slash bowser in order to find out more. It's all brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Pressbox, and Great Eights Memorabilia. Appreciate Chris Ruling, his crew, Great Eights Memorabilia.com. It's the number eight, the word great, the letter sorry, the word great, the number eight, the letter s, memorabilia. in order to find out more about what's happening with Grade 8's memorabilia. An awesome night with the Tyus Bowser Show. Really enjoyed doing that and looking forward to being at City Line Bar & Grill this coming Tuesday night. So we're not taking a week off. This coming Tuesday night, September 28th, we're going back-to-back, City Line Bar & Grill for the next Tyus Bowser Show. We will see you there. All right, um, quickly from from joe joe says glenn it's interesting to hear that it is it's interesting to hear anthony levine sort of openly admit how much these chiefs thing got to him do you think it's the same for everybody else on the team um i think it's the same for guys that have been here and by the way there's more part two i i have posted if you go to the archives at glenclarkradio.com. I have posted the entirety of the show. If you go to the videos tab at facebook.com slash pressboxsports, and you can listen on to part two of the program. If you missed it last night, we're going to air it, I believe, tomorrow, maybe Friday, depending on how the schedule works out, part two of the show. And and it gets even more emotional talking about it. The guys that have been around, yes, I 100% think this was real. This wasn't a you know, ignore what's happened in other years. Those aren't the same team. I don't think it was any of that. I think it was real how much that was hanging over these guys going into this past game. Genuinely believe that. And I appreciated that honesty from Anthony Levine Sr. Like this was not just another game. This was not just another win. This was monumental in those ways. And I appreciated him saying that. All right, we'll grab a break. We're going to try to talk some uh, lions here in a second. Drew Forrester is going to join us at the top of Hour too. We're going to get into Would You Rather Wednesday. That's all on the way. It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio.
0: Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized trading, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice, it's your career. Call four four three. 840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training.
1: It's back to school time and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back to school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 20 Four months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpack, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark
2: sent you that first sip. <sighs> that first bite. Mm.
1: As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, Beer, Wine, and Spirits, showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at Maryland5star.us with the number five.
3: I love you more than self
4: poses I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than
5: bird car. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Ravens Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Ravens prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Ravens Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly.
2: This is Glenn Glenn Radio. Radio. Nothing but net.
1: Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 American Exteriors to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. It's really cool to catch up with this guy. Uh, years upon years ago when Drew and I, when Drew Forster and I were doing the show together um we were we had him on as a regular like every couple of weeks he would hop on with us back when he was doing his ESPN stuff and just talk football with us it's been way too long but I love catching up with Lomas Brown who is now Lions color analyst as we get ready for Ravens Lions coming up this Sunday Lo it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore it's so good to chat with you thank you so much taking a couple of minutes for us this morning Hey, absolutely anything for you guys. <laughs> man, it's been it's been way too long, brother. You have yeah. always been – you have been so good to us over the years, man. It was always L- – Lomas would come on with us at like 7.30 in the morning. Like he would legitimately, <laughs> the crack of dawn, be up to call in and just just shoot the S with us. And I love those conversations over the year, man. Um, it's great to hear your voice. Uh, Lo you know, the, we were talking at the beginning of the show. You take the second half of the 49ers game, you take the first half of the Packers game – and the Lions look like a pretty good football team, right? Like, are they, are they on the cusp of putting these things together and being a team that's capable of playing complete football games moving forward?
6: You know, I know that's the hopes. And, you know, I, I think so. I, I just think this year is just going to be a learning curve. It really is. I mean, you got a lot of new pieces. you got a lot of moving pieces, new coaching staff. Um, young players, especially in the secondary on the offensive line, you got a lot of things going. Um, a lot of evaluations still happening with the players here, but yet and still, like you said, man, if they could put the first half of uh, of last week's game, or the, I'm sorry, Monday night's game, and uh, put the second half of last week's game. Uh, together you can kind of see where this team can go it's going to be a methodical type of offensive team that we have that needs to just move the sticks and move the chains and go on long drives we don't have the biggest explosive plays that a lot of offenses have and defensively that's what that's our Achilles heel right now. We're still trying to get yeah. our defense situated back here in Detroit and that's kinda of been what's hurting us a little bit. But I think, you know, you could kind of see where this team can go once they get everything together.
1: Let's uh, let's talk about some big picture stuff before we get into Sunday's matchup. The the Lions making the trade you know, sending Matt Stafford out to Los Angeles, obviously, you know, a franchise quarterback for a long time there. They bring on Jared Goff. Lo, did you get the picture that this was a, you know, like a one-year stopgap? Hey, well, you know, we'll take on Jared Goff for the season, but we imagine we're going to be drafting our next long-term quarterback. Or did you get the picture that they believed that they saw things from Jared Goff? And remember, you know, he was the, he beat, he outdueled Patrick Mahomes a couple years ago, right? Like, did you get the sense that they believed that they could still make Jared Goff their franchise quarterback for the next, you know, eight to ten years?
6: I really do. I really do believe that they could make Jared Goff, and I think that's the intentions of making Jared Goff the long-term solution here. He's still a young guy. Um, you know, first pick in the whole draft a few years ago, a guy that led the team to a Super Bowl, won two division titles out there in L.A., but what every quarterback needs is a supporting cast. And right now, you know, they're trying to put a supporting cast together around Jared Goff, especially when you look at our receiver uh, uh Oh yeah, um, situation it, right. here. You know, it's not very good right now. I mean, basically, it's TJ Hop, uh, TJ Hopkinson, or, or nothing right now. You know, Quintez Cephas showed some flash uh, last game, and you know Terrell Williams being out with in the concussion protocol, so he hadn't had time to really uh, be in the games with Jerry Goff. But I think golf can be the answer. I really do. I mean, the guy looked super uh, Monday night in the first half against Green Bay, throwing the ball, getting it there, strong arm, uh, accuracy. So you can see what the potential of Jared Goff is. But just like I say, with every good quarterback, you've got to have a supporting cast around him. And like I say, the Lions right now are still trying to build that supporting cast around
1: him he is a former offensive tackle lomas brown jr now of course the color analyst for the detroit lions is getting us ready i like the junior i you know it's funny i never knew all these years that i've known you and all the times we've had you i had never known until i was looking at your twitter earlier today and i'm like man i feel like a jerk for not throwing it in there in the past. lomas brown jr uh we're getting ready for ravens lions here on gcr Lo, you bring up TJ Hawkinson, and Kyle and I were talking earlier in the show, if there's something that the Ravens have struggled against this year, it's been tight ends. Now, in fairness, yeah. they've they've played Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey, and I don't know if you heard, those guys are really good. Um, <laughs> the TJ Hawkinson is showing signs of maybe moving in to that echelon. I, I guess two-parter, one, how close do you think TJ Hawkinson is to becoming one of the premier tight ends in football? And... Is that something you think they're going to look to try to exploit against the Ravens on Sunday?
6: Absolutely. They're going to have to do that. Right now, you have to lean on what's working for you. And believe me, that guy is working for us right now. I just love the way uh, our OC, Anthony Lynn. I love how he just puts him in different positions. Meaning... You'll see T.J. lined up in the slot position. You'll see him lined up tight to the line of scrimmage. You'll see him split all the way out. you see him constantly in motion, um, jet motions, all type of motions. So I think what Anthony Lynn is doing is very smart. Don't put him in a stationary position where the defense can key in on him. Move him around so the defense has to think about where he's gonna be at or think about where he's gonna land at. And I yes, I do think TJ will be one of those guys, you know, at least by mid season. I think when you start talking about the Travis Kelseys and some of the Darren Wallace, you're gonna start mentioning TJ Hawkinson. Of course, a lot of that comes with team success. Yep. And you have to have some team success for guys' names to get out there like some of these other guys' names are. But I think when you see, look at his game, look at what we're doing, how we feature him, and how opposing defenses are gonna have to defend this guy. He is gonna be a guy that's gonna give a lot of teams a lot of problems. And if they are having problems with their tight end, then they're going to have problems with the Lions tie, uh, tight end and TJ Hawkinson. So I'm looking forward to him trying to exploit that very good Ravens defense that you guys have.
1: Yeah, we're really excited in Baltimore about what we've seen from Adafi Owe so far, the Ravens' first-round yes. pick out of Penn State. He you know, just named today the AFC uh, Defensive Player of the Week. Um, you know, the Ravens don't have an overwhelming edge rush, right? But, like, they're making it work, and they certainly did against the Chiefs. Um, that matchup against Panay Sewell is really interesting to me. Um, a player that everybody knew was someone that was going to go high in the draft, and there are some questions about why some other teams maybe didn't take him. But how impressed have you been with Sewell so far? And, you know, knowing knowing what you know about the position, low, how much are you <laughs> believing that that guy is going to be – you know, this type of high-end player for maybe 10 to 15 years to come?
6: Yeah, man. I think I might be getting replaced as one of the best (laughs) linemen to come through here, especially at the left tackle position. Because this guy is on the upward trend. He really is. And to be as young as he is, everybody forgets he's only 20 years old. He's out there doing it at a young age. He is so much more comfortable at the left tackle position than he is at the right tackle position. But You know, I do think that him going, whenever Taylor Decker gets healthy, him going back to the right right tackle position, I think it's going to help him. I think he still needs to get his foundation up under him. This league, it's a a big learning curve coming to the NFL. He found that out, you know, uh, during the preseason. So I think the more you can let him learn, on the right side, like I say, more comfortable when T.J., um, I'm sorry, when Taylor Decker gets back, I think it's just going to help him in the long run. But what he has done, being thrust over there on the left side in these two games, especially going up against Nick Bosa the last game, I mean, I think it's very impressive. I think the Lions hit spot on with getting him and he'll be there, like you said, for 10 to 15 years because he is such a young player, and he's an exciting player. So that is our strength right now on the team is our offensive line, and, and Penay Sewell is one of the reasons why the offensive line has been performing pretty well early in the year.
0: It's funny you mention, obviously, the switch from left tackle to right tackle. The Ravens are dealing with a bit of an issue there on their own with yeah. Alejandro Villanueva, who looked terrible in week one at and, right and, tackle. And we're being nice when we say yeah. terrible. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, I've seen that game. Yeah. <laughs> He ended up looking better than serviceable against the Chiefs in week two. Um, That switch from left to right, you think it will help Panay Sewell, but I have to think everything comes easier when you're 20 years old than it does when you're 36. Do you think that that's a tougher ask for someone like Villanueva than it would be for Sewell, and do you think that it is kind of just a learning curve that both players will ultimately overcome?
6: Yeah, absolutely. It is – going to be harder for an older guy. I mean, because just physically, I mean, it's the physical things that you have to deal with when you get older. Look, I played till I was 39 years old, and I know, and I played the same side, the left side, my, my whole 18 years, and it got tougher and tougher as I got older and older. So, yeah, it's a totally different situation with Villanueva being over there uh, than, like you saying, with a Panay Su being, uh, being over on the left side. So I know Ron Staley, I know he's been hurt, and he's a great left tackle no that you guys have when he gets back. waiver's going to uh, gonna have to go back over to the right side. What you're probably going to have to do is just provide more help over there on the right side, you know, for him. Maybe, you know, uh, getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands quicker or help him. You all have a great, great quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Okay. That can help with any type of pass. I look. When you got a, a run, a quarterback that can get out of trouble the way he can, that helps all offense alignment. So, you know, that's a comfort zone that I know that you guys have to have with uh, Lamar Jackson being back there, being escapable like he is. But yeah, it's a different ass for Charlie uh, to be on the right side when he's been used to the left side. And like I say, father time, other than Tom Brady. Father time gets us all.
1: You know, you mentioned that, Lo. If I could, you, you know, you said you watch both Ravens games. You watch both the Raiders and the Chiefs game.
6: Yes. So, yes.
1: Y- knowing how bad it was, and then on the other side, not only did Alejandro Villanueva play well on Sunday night against the Chiefs, but but Patrick McCarey uh, playing right tackle played really well too. Would there be any part of you that would say, no offense to Alejandro Villanueva, but like when Ronnie Stanley comes back? If we saw someone who was able to play right tackle really well and Alejandro Villanueva was absolutely not that, would there be any party that would just say, you know, look, Villanueva would kind of become my backup, my swing tackle at that point, right? Like that, There you go. That okay. is, and there's nothing
6: wrong with that, and especially if Villanueva is a guy that's willing to accept the rule. And like I say, when you get older – you know, right now, he probably just wants to have success. Right. He's had a lot of the individual success. Now it's all about the team success when you get older. And if that's the case, putting the younger, the younger guy in and you being the backup guy or the swing guy, as you say, there's nothing wrong with doing that. And I think, you know, us offensive linemen, we don't have egos. You know, we're the easy guys. We're the guys that you can get along with. So, you know, to go and ask him to do something like that, I don't think it would be, out, you know, stretch out their imagination. So, again, when you get older, you start looking for more team success than, you, than you're looking for individual success. So that might be a case where he can be a great teacher to this young guy that you have over there. Yeah. It could be a great insurance policy if anybody goes down.
1: I think it's a great point, Lo. I think it's a really good point. All right, before I let you go, two things. One, if there is a roadmap of the Lions beating the, the Ravens on Sunday, if it can be done, what does it require?
6: Okay, what, what it's going to definitely require, you're going to have to keep number eight over there on the sideline.
1: Okay, well.
6: So we're going to have to run the ball. We're going to have to be able to control the clock and run the ball and keep Lamar and that explosive offense on the sideline. And and number two, defensively. We just got to try to keep improving and especially trying to stop the run because we know the run starts up everything for Baltimore's offense. And if we don't have any success stopping Baltimore's run game, then we won't have success in stopping their pass game either. So, to me, our offense is going to have to control the clock, keep Lamar on the sideline. But when Lamar and company is in the game, we're going to definitely have to stop the run game to try to have success against the Baltimore Ravens.
1: I love that. And then what can I plug for you, Lo? You you know, you know, do a lot of work uh, with your foundation. Can I get a plug in that for that for you?
6: Absolutely, yes. The Lomas Brown Junior Mm -hmm. (laughs) Foundation. We're still doing, uh, you know, COVID has affected a lot of things, but I still have my camps for the youth. I have an educational camp, and I have sports camps that I'm still continuing to do in the Detroit area. All my camps are free to kids. So yeah, man. Uh, just continue.
1: I'm just continuing to do what I can um, in the community to help these young kids. org In order to find out more, on Twitter at lomasbrown 75 Lo man, it's been way too long. We need to do this more often, brother. It, it's so good to hear your voice. I'm I'm so happy that you're doing so well. And uh, may you continue a health success to you, your and family. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. Absolutely.
6: I appreciate it. And anytime y'all need the big fella, you know where to find. Love you, brother.
1: Lomas Brown, man, one of my favorite humans. No joke, he was a regular with Drew and I. And there was just something about hearing his voice. Drew and I would just perk up. Like, he would just say it in such a soulful way. He'd be like, good morning, yeah, I Jen. loved him on ESPN. Oh, he was so good on ESPN. And that was... I you know I don't even remember what the contact was other than we were just looking for some more people that we could just come on have come on you know for those that have never done radio it's six in the morning it's not that six to eight a.m. range is not great for trying to get guests to come on the show it's just not an ideal time for booking guests Why? you know what i mean <laughs> like really even anything well, before the 9 coast, they're always in you know like, oh, yeah correct yeah. even anything before 9 a.m is really difficult correct. for booking guests right so we were always just trying to see if we and i was just reaching out to like random people just to see who was up you know like that might be willing to do it and and lowe was on espn news all the time and did a lot of espn stuff and I think I had had some contact with him when I was in Phoenix, and so I just reached out to him, and I was like, hey, man, this is going to be a crazy question. He was like, oh, I'd love to come on with you, Glenn, and I'm like, all right, Lo, let's do this, and he just became a regular, and it was it gave us so much joy every time we heard his voice. We would just like, we would look up at each other and just smile when he would say good morning because he just had that type of welcoming. No doubt. Like you were going to church on a Sunday almost type of of welcoming voice, and um, great insight, appreciate him taking the time for us. So we can take a break, is what yeah, you're telling me? Yeah, right. screw Drew. Alright, screw Drew. Look, I'll, I'll wear that t-shirt to church. I want to make that very clear. Today's show, hour number one, is in the books. Also brought to you by the new print issue of PressBox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox, or read it all, PressBoxOnline.com. Marlon Humphrey's on the cover. You know him, you love him. Go pick it up right now for free. The new print issue of PressBox. Drew Forrester joins us next. It's Glen Clark Radio
7: what's up everybody this is Tyus Bowser I can't wait to see you guys for the Tyus Bowser show this fall we're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area you can meet me and my very special guests if you can't make it out you can watch the show on live on PressBox Facebook page or listen the next day find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com Bowser we'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser show
1: the next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday September 28th at City Line Bar and Grill on Bel Air Road it's all brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Grade 8's Memorabilia, and press box. It's back to school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back to school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. I love you more
3: than rock
1: and roll.
4: I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball.
5: But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Ravens prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Oh. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every
0: seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to break suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you don't tailgate trucks.
2: Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration.
1: The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players, and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at pressboxonline.com. URL. You are listening to Glen
5: Clark Radio at
1: Into hour number two of the program, it's brought to you by the Stand the Fan Variety Hour and C3 American Exteriors tonight. Stand the Fan, Gary Stein. They are chatting with Washington Wizards General Manager Tommy Shepard. That should be a really fascinating chat. It'll be at facebook.com slash pressboxsports. If you miss it live, you'll be able to see it tomorrow at pressboxonline.com. As well, as always, stands variety programs brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. or c3america.com for your free analysis. Drew Forrester, good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Good to see you. How are you?
9: Reporting for duty. I'm awesome. How are you?
1: Normally, we have like a conversation. We do like a back and forth. It's I don't really think of these as interviews, as, as so much as as two friends getting together. So I appreciate that that curt response. Um, hey, uh That wasn't Curt. It was short though. It was a short response. It was
9: perfunctory to use an O'Brien Billick word. It's not
1: bad. That's not bad. Hey, uh, where was Lomas Brown? We just had Lomas Brown on the show. Where was Lomas on when we were together? The, the oh. list of your favorite regular guests oh. that we had on.
9: Oh, oh, top five. Top five for
1: sure, for sure, man. So,
9: I mean, definitely what? top five. He didn't, well, didn't, wasn't he involved in something, some sort of a charity thing that we would always, he'd always come on, and we would always ask him about it, and he, he was involved in some
1: kind of a, foundation. yeah, that's true, yeah, he had his foundation, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent, he did, huh. yep, yep, oh, I loved it. It just, I was talking to like the way that he would just say good morning when he would come on every time, like there was just something. Well, about the it. thing
9: I remember about him. The thing I remember about him is we used to talk about the Lions. The Lions were like 0-11, and, and we would talk to him about the Lions, and he would always say, like, I'll tell you, though, I think they're pretty <laughs> close to getting, getting it together. And we're like, getting it together, dude. They just lost 38-6 again.
1: The irony, by the way, of that, the irony – I just had him on. Now he works for the Lions. He doesn't work for ESPN anymore. He works for the Lions. And I said, um, you know, they, they had a good second half against the 49ers, good first half against the Packers. Like, you think they could put it together? And he was like, I don't really think so. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, it was so great. All right, uh, I'll allow you this. What uh, Sell me on uh, why I should uh, care or watch the Ryder Cup this weekend. It's...
9: Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> well— you act,
1: you act like you haven't blocked off the entire weekend. Like you right. won't legitimately think, dismiss the Ravens game on Sunday in favor of watching golf.
9: Oh, I will not watch. Oh, you know, yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, I I would say the here are the three sort of intriguing parts of it that are. I'm not going to give you the whole. Will they pair Deshawn and and kept to get? I'm not giving you all of that because the the three intriguing parts of this are what are they going to wind up doing with the golf course a la what Europe did in Paris when they shortened it, what are they going to do at whistling Straits to try and create an advantage? Okay. I do think that they're, they're keeping that very quiet. They've played all the practice rounds from kind of a standard set of tees. Um, there is no question though. They're going to do something with the golf course. I think to try and what, what,
1: what could that be though? Like what would give the Americans the advantage? I,
9: Well, they would length, they would play it longer. for Sure. Okay. Um, they would definitely try to make the greens faster. You know, Europe, the golf courses are shorter. The greens are flatter, not as quick. Um, they would try, I think they would try to create the feel, the golf tournament feel of a major and see if, see if that throws off the Europeans. So I think that's one part of it. Um, no, no question the play of his captain's picks is going to be scrutinized heavily because he bypassed Horshall who wound up winning um the next week he won a very big event in europe he bypassed reed who what despite whatever despite whatever you think about him and i'm certainly i wouldn't say that i'm a reed hater because i i'm not but i also think he's you know he's made his bed right. you, no matter what you think about all of that there is certainly is an argument you would rather have him on the team than let's just say Daniel Berger right so Berger can help sort of wet that down by playing well right so what do we, and then Scheffler who's never won a tour event now he has been very successful he, he won the US Junior Amateur he was a very successful college player But he's never won a tour event. You're throwing him into you're calling him up for game six of the World Series, and he's never pitched a game in the major leagues in his life. So I think the captain's pick, the play of the captain's picks is going to be very intriguing. And then on an individual basis, I don't think there's anyone with more heat on him in this than DeChambeau. And how he plays is going to be interesting to golf nerds like me I mean, because he he is by far the most polarizing player in a team format because he – he in the alternate shot, he's got to hit nine t balls. Do you put him on the nine – and I don't know the – I don't know the rotation of the holes, so when I say what I'm about to say, I, I don't know what the rotation of the holes are. Do you just put him on the nine even holes – that are all fours and fives and say, go kill it. And, or do you keep him out of the alternate shot for fear that he might hit three errant drives that could crush you? So I think Stricker's use of him okay. is going to be very interesting. I would personally, I would run him out in every match.
1: Yeah. You
9: play every single match right. to me. Right. He's the only guy on the team I, and I, I don't know. I might, I might say Justin Thomas would be the other one that would fit this or Chauvet. I, I would almost say that those three would be the only three that I would look them in the eye right now and say you're going to saddle up for all five of these. Yeah, go get it unless done. unless you you know clearly don't have it. But Deschambeau because of his style of play is the one guy. He's the outlier of the group. He. You could make an argument that, like alternate shot. Not sure we want him in that format because of how volatile his driver is. But I can also, if he hits four drives or five drives of 350 yards, he, the other the Europeans could fold up seeing that. So I don't know. I those are the three biggest points of it to me: the golf course, the play, of the captain's picks, and the, his use of Deschamps.
1: All right. Um, I'm not
9: so sure the U.S. is winning this, by the way. Well,
1: don't they never? Don't would, they never win? Like, don't they? Well, no, they win
9: all the time. Well, they don't win all the time, at home, yeah. but they largely are successful at home and not successful on the road. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know, and I think he picked the right. It's kind of weird to say this. I think he picked the right guys, but I just don't know if these twelve guys have the experience to handle these three days. Okay. Right. I, I, I don't know that he had, he, he could have picked Webb Simpson. He could have picked Reed, but I, you know, again, they come with warts too, right? Like no one on the team wants to play with Reed. They right. just don't. Right. Like, you guys just don't like him.
3: Right. Yeah. Right.
9: Yeah. And, and there is a, there is a locker room component to this that matters, you know, Chambeau for as, whatever you want to call him, curial as he is, I think a lot of guys on the team would love to have a partner who hits 350 yards off the tee.
1: <laughs> I mean, Whereas, it, yeah, out. I, I hear mean, you. I hear you.
9: Reed, Reed is such a horse's ass that it's really hard for anyone to sign up for that. And that's just my opinion. All I, right.
1: Well, so, I, this went four minutes longer than I wanted it to, but I appreciate uh, that. I well, it is the biggest that. sporting event in the world this week. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. All right, Drew Forrester, <laughs> DrewsMorningDish.com is with us. Hey, I, I want to play Would You Rather Wednesday with you, and that's going to get us into some Ravens conversation, but I haven't I haven't talked about this at all. W- what do you make of the whole brouhaha between the Blue Jays and the Rays with Kiermaier grabbing that card at the the plate the other night? Like, Do, do, you, do you have any thoughts on that at all?
9: Well, I'm – I'm a, actually I'm a little surprised it hasn't happened before, right? You know, I mean, just in terms of the way this data, it it's almost, and this is kind of the funny thing. You and I used to talk about this on the radio all the time, right? We get mad when people steal signals. We don't get mad when you throw a ball at a guy because the pitcher before buzzed. Right. By that. correct. correct. Like the baseball gets so mad at crazy things. And here's the thing, Kiermaier's got to know. Like, aren't the Rays doing the same thing as the Jays?
1: And every yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent,
9: yes. Like, what what are you really mad about? I, I guess that's my thing. Like, you're you're mad because they have this. They're using this, whatever you want to call it, right? You're mad because they're using analytics. And they're literally. I mean, how many? No, times are I, not it,
1: isn't, isn't it the fl- isn't the problem that the the Blue Jays think it's beyond reproach that he would take their card? Like that's the sense that I got is that the Blue Jays are oh. mad okay. that, that Kiermaier took their card that he should understand that like that's their property and you stole something by doing that.
9: Okay, I mean, I, you know, sure, but again, you're you, you're. Everyone's doing the same thing. Your point being, you sort of took you took um, privileged information, I right. guess, right? right. Is, you're, is what you're saying, right? right? And yet, they every one of these teams, they all steal from each other, and they all try their best to circumvent whatever rules there are. Correct. I mean, they're they're all doing the same thing, right?
1: I, Baseball I'm... by I struggle with this one, dude. I really do struggle with this one because I, I'm with you, and this is why I w- it was very difficult for me to be that angry about the Astros thing is because, like, I, I and I always make this comparison. I play in a Thursday night kickball league, and I played in a game two weeks ago where the third baseman was literally trying to grab and hold base runners coming around third base in a Thursday night beer kickball league in Bel Air that doesn't matter at all, all right. and someone was trying to cheat in order to win. Yeah. Imagine when there's millions upon millions upon millions of dollars at stake, what guys are willing to do to attempt to win. Right. If you want me to believe that the Astros is the only team that was trying to uh, steal signs, you're drunk. There's no chance that that's the case. Now, yes, what they did was more comical, of course, and was more absurd. It appears to be there's no doubt about that. But everyone is attempting to steal signs. And so I, I am with you that, like, dude, if you have the opportunity to get some information, why wouldn't you want to get the information? But... You know where? What is the line, right? Like, would you steal someone's shin guard if it came off of them and said, "I don't want them to have to play with the shin guard"? Like, there is some weird thing about the concept of you're actually stealing something. Like, we know it would be wrong. Like when the when they were hacking into each other's you know emails in order to get information, we know that's wrong. Right. We know that's wrong. Right. What is the line where we say this goes beyond trying to get a competitive advantage? Versus, like it's 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 really doing something wrong as a human being, and I I don't know what the answer is to that, right? Because this is it's uncharted waters. I don't know if it's outright wrong for Kiermeyer knowing that this wasn't his, knowing it wasn't his information, to take it and try to use it to his advantage. I don't know.
9: I I, I don't either. But on the surface, I would say he's wrong.
1: I think so. I, I I think
9: <laughs> right. so. But like I, But I also but I also know that if the Blue Jays are mad, the only reason they're mad is because he he got information and they haven't yet been able to figure out a way to right, steal they get them. the raise. Yes, correct. Right.
1: And Lord knows they're trying. Right. Like, there's no doubt about that. By the no. way,
9: Tampa Bay, don't look now, and I realize they only got ten games left, but like, you know, it's now six games. It was eleven, now it's six.
1: Was it really down to six? Holy six game. I didn't realize it was down to six. I mean, yeah, they're look—they're look, they're not going to blow it, but man, I, hear, I hear you. I don't think they don't... are either. But it's only six. It's okay. The Cardinals are going to win the World Series, so man.
9: Which is how about the fall of the Padres?
1: Yeah, I mean that's uh, pretty awkward. Yeah, it's, I mean obviously, Jace Tingler is going to be out, and and we'll see what happens from there. But my God, yeah, I mean this. I mean,
9: totally. I mean, I look, wouldn't. I mean, I'm not to say it's a collapse, but it's close. no, it's
1: it's not a collapse, and and it has something to do with the fact that those other two teams are so absurdly good. I, I no mean, doubt. like the, the the notion that who's gonna who's gonna be the first wild card? The se- okay, sorry. sorry. The first wild oh, card is gonna be whoever the- doesn't yeah. the second Man. wild card will be the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the two teams is it's going to be, s- is be exactly right. Like they, it is there is nothing similar, and yet the Cardinals could win one game and knock that team out of the play.
9: Yeah, the Cardinals are going to finish with 83 wins. The Dodgers or Giants are going to finish with 103. And the Dodgers might lose 3-2. to two.
1: Correct. And be done. Yeah. And be out. I mean, it's nuts how good those two teams are. So that has right. something to do with it, but no doubt. I mean, like, that, you know, they also had a bunch of injuries with their pitching. And and, and you
9: know what's really remarkable about the Dodgers? The, the, and, the I'm, I, and I'm, yes, I'm that saying helps. this. Not, I'm not knowing all of the details of the Giants But in general, here's my statement. The Giants have been relatively healthy. The Dodgers have been wrecked with injuries.
1: Well, but they also have the ability to go take take on. Yeah,
9: I I get it. I mean, they brought Scherzer. And, you know, here's another thing. And and this this could be Scherzer's, Scherzer's two months there could be the best two months of any pitcher ever in baseball. Look at his numbers.
0: He's like 37 I mean, no, he's been nothing strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, it's, been, it's been nuts. It's been
1: Look nuts. Look at his numbers.
9: Yeah, no his doubt. numbers are insane. You're right. He's like 10-0 he's like and 0 with a 1.44 ERA. I mean, it's it's crazy.
1: It's nice to be able to just take on whatever contract you want to take on as an organization. And That's the guy nice. doesn't
9: even have the same color eyes.
1: That is that is also true. But that you might help right him. About that. Yeah, we don't know. We yeah. don't know. That might be beneficial to him. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's play Would You Rather Wednesday with Drew. Would you rather Wednesday brought to you today by Window Nation, where all September long they're back to school sale. You get two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit. It goes on forever. Get an A plus in savings and pay zero percent interest in twenty four for twenty-four months, 90 nation or visit Window Nation. You know what they're doing
9: there. I don't even know if you know this. I don't.
1: I don't know what you're about to do. I don't know what you're about to do. They're, be, they're a sponsor because
9: of, the, because of the staggered nature of their work. Yeah, if you'll schedule something before noon, they'll come out. It's called a morning wood special.
0: Should have known.
1: Should have known. It's on us. Um. Well, well, you want us to edit that part out before we send it over to the father Calvert Hall? <laughs> you wanna? <laughs> you want us to go ahead and doctor this audio before it ends that way hey by the way yeah, no. hey, hey, even better than that
9: i think you should set it to window nation yeah
1: no i'm gonna not do that either for sure i'm gonna make sure i don't do that hey i uh thank you to to, to your wife for uh, uh inviting the boys to the, the football game on saturday by the way we had a wonderful time it did not go towson's way but uh north dakota no, State and, I, is,
9: and you know it's a shame right like just to comment on that for a minute I, I, I know. I and you know this too from hanging around these guys. I know what Rob was trying to do. Yeah, I think it was the right. It, it was the right idea. Yeah, um, you're bringing in Alabama. You yeah, you're bringing in Duke. Yep. you're bringing in the the. You know, you're bringing someone in to kind of measure where you are. And I don't think the game was going to be all that different. But not getting the, the touchdown early in the game when they were all the way down after there.
1: they got the kickoff return. Yeah,
9: that that that. Was the moment where North Dakota State was like, okay. "If you need us to show you who who's who," yep, we just did it. Yep, and I think the game, the game didn't end right there, but I think that moment was really critical.
1: Ah, oh, there's no doubt, and I, I felt the exact same thing sitting there. But and I, to Rob's, he got ten thousand people to show up for a Towson football game on a right. on a Saturday night, right? right? Like it was it was electric in that right. play. I mean, it was absolutely awesome. The atmosphere that was there, yes, the football game did not go their way, but there were 10,000 people that showed up for a Towson football game on a Saturday night, and and that's, I, I think a lot of people went and experienced it, and hopefully they'll go out for another game because they had a good time with the kids or whatever it was. Again, I get it. It's disappointing that the game ended up being what it was, but um, it was still an amazing atmosphere and, and something that was really cool. All right, uh, would you rather, number one, I can reverse history if you'd like. I can okay. I can I don't know why I'm choosing to use it in this way. I should probably do something more significant with it, but what I'm gonna do is I'm going to make it so that J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Marcus Peters never got hurt. The trade-off is Well, LJ Ford. Eh, I mean, I'm not as you can't complete you can't avoid all injuries. <laughs> you can't make it so no one gets hurt. I'm just giving you those. All right.
9: Four hours later.
1: And then the trade-off being, but even with those players on the field, the Ravens lost to the Chiefs by two touchdowns. Um, or sure. or flip it, reverse it. You know, it's the scenario they have right now. All those guys are out. They beat the Chiefs.
9: Uh, I would certainly go the other way. I would take the running backs back. I, I, I don't know. You know, I still don't know over time if these three, and I don't, Murray's not a fossil, but, you know, that, that, I don't know that these three, <clears throat> over the course of the 17 games, are going to be able to do it in the in the same way that Dobbins and Edwards would have. I, I would take those two. I, I think, and and I'm going to dovetail it just into general conversation about the game. I think that game the other night told us way more about the Chiefs than a bit about the Raiders.
1: I disagree uh, with that.
9: Oh, okay. I disagree with that. I, I don't, and, and I'm not. I I think their performance defensively was so embarrassing and so like out of not even close to representative of what you need to be a championship team, but the, yet they may just keep winning 44
1: to four. Well, I mean, I think that's, I think that's well, sort of awkward a, thing. Is it laid the
0: blueprint out for, you know, it made it clear that the way to beat them, even though it was pretty clear before that is to run the ball, right? Like it oh, showed the, that to, they have trouble me, the, stopping. This is why I, Jackson, right? is
1: it to me, it's it has something to do to with the Chiefs. It has something to do with the Chiefs, for sure, but to me, this is the, the real story was about the Ravens, which is the insanity of all of the nonsense that I've heard about them needing to throw the ball more. It's the insanity of this idea that Lamar Jackson needs to be a more of a pro-style quarterback. It's The, the Ravens can win and can beat good football teams when they do their thing, and when they don't get away from doing their thing, which is what they did a year ago against the Kansas City Chiefs when they had no chance of beating them because they weren't them. They tried to do some other thing and showcase Lamar Jackson as a passer. And it's not that Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball. He can throw the ball. But he's 1-1 as a runner, and he's a, he's a good thrower. He's not a, you know, he's not a Patrick Mahomes. Um, to me, it was a reminder of when the Ravens do what they do, it's really hard to beat them. It's really right. difficult for anyone to beat the Ravens when they, do, when they play their style of football
9: right I, I would say this like I, I, I do agree with you in general about this whole this whole thing about the passing game but here's what I would say to kind of refine your answer. I don't know that they need to throw the ball more. I would agree with you there. all I think is they need to throw it well.
1: I don't disagree with that but right when, when, yes. you know
9: it's like a dumb, the dumb statement of the day right, like, right. But, but I don't I don't think they can win in the long run. they can't win running they can't win in the long run with the running backs carrying the ball 28 times and lamar lugging it around 12 times and him then throwing the ball 16 times i, I don't
0: think they can win like that
1: I, in the I long run. Who they're
0: playing i guess
1: i kind of disagree with that i think okay. they can i, I think I, I think they can now they have things look will they Lord, who knows right as uh my, our buddy van vaugenberg said the other day yeah, you know, Dan Marino played a long time and never won a Super Bowl, right? Like I I can't right. tell you if they're going to win a Super Bowl or not. But I I don't
9: think as I've seen so far. Now, it's two game sample size, very very small. So, you know, come back to me in 6 weeks. Well, four they weeks, they can't
1: win if they're going to have their offensive line get their ass handed to them well, the way they did the first game. And they also
9: can't win playing this playing this style of defense in general and not being able to pressure the quarterback. They've got now Wolf being out has hurt them for sure. Yep. Um, Oa obviously has stepped in and done a nice job, but I, I, I think their lack of ability to really create 60 and it's not 60 because they're not on the field for 60, but their lack of ability to pressure the quarterback is will defensively is what's going to hurt them. I nice oddly
0: thing. feel better about their pass rushers currently than I have in a little while for the Ravens in Houston, Oa and Bowser, mm. at least on the edge.
1: I mean, I feel kind of the same about that group as I have about recent groups, right? Like, I don't feel if, if Oway continues to sure. come on, that would change that a lot, sure. right? Like, if Oway is, right. if this is a sign of what's coming, then yeah, I'll feel you know much better about I mean, this the group. dirty
9: little secret is, for as good as he is, and you know, he, I'm not saying bench the guy, but for as good as he is, Humphrey has been very, very suspect so far. Um, they haven't had He's Jimmy not, Smith, which could be. Part of the reason why Humphrey has been a little suspect is he's taken the
1: whole. I, his fault. I, maybe maybe suspect yeah, is unfair. Sure maybe that's that. a step further, but I don't disagree that he hasn't been. He hasn't been all pro. Yeah, he hasn't been the rock star that we've we've right. kind of grown accustomed to him being. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, I thought, I thought he was largely very impressive in the Raiders game outside of the end of the game, and, and that wasn't even fully his fault from what we've talked to some people about. And right? I, don't, like, I don't know.
1: He had there were some other moments in there where he just he wasn't. Again, he's he looked human. I, I, I think suspect is unfair, but he's looked human a little bit. And we're not used to Marlon Humphrey looking human. Right. Um, we're used to him looking untouched. You never throw the ball his way whatsoever. You're just never going to do it. So, right. you know, that's I, I, I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to be fine. And, yeah, I think to your point, it helps to have Jimmy Smith on the field. It, it would help to have Marcus Peters on the field. But Anthony Averett played really well right. on Sunday night. Think,
9: think about this, right? They 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 played the other night without... They're starting left tackle. Now, granted, the guy that moved over left tackle was was far more naturally inclined to play there than he was on the other side. No of the field. question. So it wasn't a massive loss, but they also played without Jimmy Smith. Right? Yep. And they played with a trio of running backs that three weeks ago or four weeks ago weren't even in the plan.
0: Correct. And Deshaun Elliott got hurt halfway through. Yep.
9: weren't even in the game plan right so they if you're a and we all are if you're a ravens fan and you're like trying to create this hey we're this is just the beginning of this snowball man we're going to be this thing's going to be building you you are kind of galvanized by the fact that they they've had two games could have easily won both and could have easily lost both i mean let's face it and in almost every circumstance the chief just chew that clock up, yep. and the dude comes in and kicks a forty-four yarder. Yeah, I mean, that was off. that
1: qualifies as a, mo- a miracle. That was a miracle. Right? What happened
9: One hundred percent. But I would say this: that based on the way it started, right? Based on the way it started with the pick six, and on the second series, him throwing the ball into the end zone, the guy dude catching it. Based on that, the third series, whatever it was, um, I, I, you know, I think you got to be pretty excited about the way the thing played out because. Early on, it looked like it was going to be
1: forty-four twenty-four. Oh,
9: I mean, I'm saying that meaning even if they would have lost. I I wrote this with before they got the fumble. Before they got the fumble, when the, when there was two minutes left, I said on Twitter, I don't even really care what happens in these last two minutes. I really don't because I think what's happened tonight is more than enough for them. And If they wind up losing this game, because yeah. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Okay. They hung in there. They didn't have any player. Well, they had. They didn't have. They were minus some key players. They fell behind. They came back. They they took the like. I don't care what happens in the last two minutes. And I really believed that. I, I if they would have lost because the dude kicked the forty-four yard at the buzzer, I don't think I would have felt all that much different about the Ravens. I really don't.
1: Okay. I think they would have felt. I and, and maybe the, And this is why this became a would you rather Wednesday today because. Being out with Tyus and Anthony Levine last night, like that, I think it's very clear that they wouldn't have felt that way. Like th- oh, okay. this, this yeah. was this was weighing on them. This this Chiefs okay. thing. This was. That's fine. And and I think that they – And by the way, by the way, the responses to this have been very split. Right. Like, oh,
9: and as long as they know, and maybe they don't because they're not wired like this to think like this. As long as they know it was a miracle. And they can go back to work today and yeah. go, yeah, we beat the Chiefs, but...
3: Ugh. Yeah, but I think it's the same. Like, what
9: the fault one is for them to walk around this week and say, okay, well, we got the Lions out of the way. Now, what time are we need them for Denver?
1: Right, I hear you. I hear you. I, th- I think there's a couple things there. Like, one, you could say the Chiefs only beat the Ravens the first time because of a miracle, right? Like, the- that first game in Kansas City that was Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes it was 100 required a miracle. So you could make the argument, like, Technically, they have beat the Chiefs before because that took a miracle well, in order for it to happen. But I just, 100%. I just think there's something about not having the monkey, not having to think about it ever again. 100%. You just never have about, to think about it.
9: It's the same thing we said this last year in January. Okay, we got beat by the Bills. It was a season of success, I, and I remember you asking that, yeah. and I said. Of course it was a success. They want a
1: playoff game, right? They, they got. They
9: want a playoff game. They
1: got that thing off them. Yep, 100%. Right. right. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Right. But this is split. The responses are very split on this one. The value of what a win over the Chiefs does for a franchise versus the overall value of having those players on the field. It's been a significantly split uh, I, response. I
9: would still take the running backs, but that's just me. I
1: hear you. I mean, I, I they're definitely a better football team with those guys. There's no question about it. They're definitely a better football game a team with those guys.
9: I think the biggest story of the season – two games in but i really think it's the emergence of this wide receiver if he keeps playing like this over the last 10 games you he's know been, he's
1: been he's been incredible no question he's been incredible um right. you know he's it, you're right he's got to keep playing that way and two games is not a sample size make but right. to your point the way that he finished the season a year last year Right. Into this year, he's been outstanding. He's been no excellent. And no does that make him a quote-unquote number one guy? He doesn't have that body, right? He's not built that way. I'm but
0: NFL is different, frankly. Correct.
1: I mean, like he's th- this guy. Clean, yeah. This guy has been unreal. Has been unreal for this stretch. Has caught the ball. Has gotten himself in good situations and has made massive plays. He's so. open far more often than not. Yep, 100%. No doubt. All right, man. What's coming up at uh, Drew's Morning Dish?
9: Um, well, we we write about sports. Orioles. Well, um, why,
1: but you get other people to do that, right? Like you don't. Come on.
9: I'm still <laughs> following the Orioles, baby. We why, haven't got
1: the 50 why, yet. Why? Why would you still be? Following? We only got
9: 48. We only got the. We're only at 48 at this
1: point. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 48. Uh, I mean, I'm afraid they're going to get there. I'm afraid they're trying too hard.
9: <laughs> they they're they're clearly. They're trying. They're to, gonna uh, get the, they're gonna finish with fifty three, I think.
1: That's a lot of wins to get in the next. My God. They've got to like win fifteen is, games. Five,
9: game five of the last twelve or
1: eleven. I, okay. I'm gonna I don't think they're gonna get to fifty three. All right, give me a give me a give me a guarantee. If they don't get to fifty three, you'll what?
9: I'm not doing that. Oh come
1: on, man. Did you see I had to eat all those peanut butter and mayonnaise them, sandwiches last week?
9: I want them to get to fifty.
1: I don't know that they're gonna to get to fifty, but I don't I wouldn't bet you on that. <laughs> I, I want them to get to fifty. I, I think so. Well. Really. Morning Dish.com, at it's a hooded forum. I've got to tell you real quick. Yeah.
9: Funny story from Holland Oates the other night.
1: Oh, I read I read I, what you wrote about Daryl Hall's voice kind of giving out on him. Yeah, it's um, done. He's, yeah. It's a
9: shame. I mean, he can still sing, right. but he's not Daryl Hall. Anymore. Right. Which sucks and Oh, that sucks. The best part is he definitely knows it and you can tell. He's sort of okay with it, and he's just – he's so good at it, he just backs out when he needs to back out because he knows he can't do it. Anymore, right. Right? But a guy kept saying three seats down, and I didn't get the joke, and I really wanted to say to him, dude, you, you got to let me in on this. He kept saying, are they going to play Wonder Woman?"
1: <laughs> wait, so wait. Is it just
9: – I don't – I don't know if he thought honestly.
1: Well, is that it that they... you you know that's a meme, right? Are you familiar with the meme? No. Okay, so there's a meme where like somebody tells a meandering story and then they just say, "But anyway, here's Wonderwall." That's that's a meme.
9: Okay. That, like... I think that this guy thought they were, that they were going to play Wonderwall. What?
1: Okay. I mean, I don't know why. Have they and ever played wonder... Have they ever played Wonderwall before? I don't think so.
9: I think he thinks that
1: he, he was at an Oasis
9: he was, show. He either thought he was at Oasis or that Hall & Oates sang Wonderwall.
1: Uh,
9: I'm not sure.
1: All right, I don't know about that. I and I really
9: wanted that. to say to him like I got to ask you this. It's been driving me crazy for the last 45 minutes. Do do
1: you realize they don't play Wonderwall or do you I, want them to play it? It might be it might be that he's in on the meme. How how, how old was the gentleman? my age okay nope i'm no, out, out back out on it you might be right you might be right that might be the case it was
9: hilarious
1: uh, i'm going to see willie nelson on friday i don't think he even tries to sing anymore i'm pretty sure yeah. he, i'm pretty sure he comes out on the stage plays a little guitar and then has his son do all the singing for where him.
9: where are anyway. you going to see him
1: uh, he's playing Merryweather, but he's playing with um uh, nathaniel rateliff and with oh. sturgill simpson i mean it's gonna be a great show so but...
9: Merryweather, i haven't been there since they
1: it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's unreal. It's unreal. Incredible. Yep. It's and and all the parking that they took care of, like you're in it. It's just it's spectacular what they've it's done. Incredible. No doubt. No doubt, man. All right, buddy. I'll uh, I'll talk to you next week. All right, Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Anyway, brother, here's Wonderwall. Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com. Did did we say 40 or 45 here? 40. 40. So we can't. We can wait. That's fine. Yeah. We'll talk to him. Then we'll take a break. Uh, appreciate Drew hopping on. What was your answer for that, would you rather, by the way? Get the guys back healthy. Get the guys back healthy. I don't think – and maybe, again, I might just be particularly moved by listening to these guys talk last night and 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 feeling how much it impacted them. But I just can't trade the value of what a win over the Chiefs means to this organization. I can't do it. And I get it. That's probably a stupid answer, and yeah, yeah. I understand all that. But, ooh. I just, it, it's so unbelievably valuable, and it's it's emotional listening to those guys talk about what it meant to them. All right, today's show is also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4, available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Ravens, Lions coming up on Sunday. Our next guest is going to be on the call alongside the legendary Greg Gumbel for CBS. He is former NFL safety and great dude, Mr. Adam Archuleta. And he's back with us now here on GCR. Adam, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us.
8: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for calling me a great dude. I'm gonna add that. To you've always my, you uh, have been you have been my bio.
1: Anytime you've had the Ravens over the years, you've always been good to us, and you've made time for us during the week, and we we truly appreciate that, Adam. It means a lot. Yeah, to Yeah, I us. like that.
8: It really, I does. like that. I might even get that tattooed in Old English across my shoulders. I like, mean, man. I did.
1: Although you know, I, I did call Greg Gumbel the legend, and then I just called you a great dude. So like, <laughs> oh, but he, is, but you're right though.
8: Greg <laughs> Greg is a legend. That guy, his oh, his stature is. That's an impressive what, person right there. I'm very fortunate to get paired up with him. Yeah, no, that's really cool, man. That's really really cool,
1: Adam. I was just—we're playing around. We do this. Would you? We do a silly radio bit. It's Would You Rather Wednesday every week, and we're talking about this scenario. And I just—would you be willing to have fun with us? Because it's related to what the Ravens are dealing with.
8: Oh, I'm a no fun guy, but uh, I'll make right. an exception. All right. Well, I just said you it.
1: were a good dude, so i oh, I really regret that. The—the um, yeah. <laughs> the scenario I presented was I can go back and reverse history. I can uh, make it so that J.K. Dobbins gus edwards and marcus peters never get hurt but the ravens lose by two touchdowns to the chiefs or those guys do get hurt and they beat the chiefs like they did on sunday night which would you rather
8: man oh my gosh that that is an awesome question um i look if you, put it, if, you put it, if you put it to my head and, and you're about to pull the trigger, I'd which, have to which say. Which, again, I, I want to make this promise. I, I, I we need, will never do I, I that need, to you. I, well, I m- need Gus. I, I'd, I'd rather have Gus and J.K. and Marcus. Beaters. Okay. And okay. This, is, this is the reason why. Even though this was a hugely important win, it's still only week two, right? So there's so many good things. The fact that how you win that game yep. and, and confidence saying, hey, look. We were down, we have 15 players at IR, our studs were down, we were on the ropes, we were behind in the fourth quarter, we found a way to win, like, that, that's a big deal in your psyche going, hey, we can win any game, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you need, to, you need great talent, right? And so from the long game, you still need great talent, and those guys are some good, good players. No question. So I think in the, the totality of the season, I'd have to go back. Get these guys back on the roster responses to
1: this one have been pretty even it's starting to lean a little bit your way Adam but I, and I admit that I'm maybe a little bit moved I did an event last night with tyus Bowser and Anthony Levine and like they were really emotional talking about what this meant for them like everything that they've been through yeah. having lost three to the Chiefs and and what it does for them I I might just be particularly moved by that right and that's the reason why I answered the way that I did um, I just, I, I think this was really an albatross that was hanging over this organization, that for everything you've done, for all of the good of the Lamar Jackson era, and it's been overwhelming, right? Like, they've been incredible. Yeah. They were still dealing with this, like, ultimate trump card, which was, yeah, but you can't beat the Chiefs, and if you're going to do anything, you got to be able to beat the Chiefs. And to, to get that monkey off their back, it just sort of feels like there's, there's almost, there's no way to define how valuable that is for this
8: organization, really. I would agree. Look, I, I'm a huge mindset guy, right? I'm a huge and just bombarding your subconscious with with thoughts of greatness, right? And so um that's the big takeaway I came from this game because again, like, you know, you could have taken gone in the tank and said, look, all our studs are down, everybody's out, we're injured. And again, when you play a guy like Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know, there could be 15 seconds, 30 seconds left in the game, and they're still going to find a way to win. Yep. So for you and the Ravens, the big question was always, hey, this offense is built. What's going to happen if they get behind? You know, are they going to be able to win when they get behind? And to do it against that football team after a terrible start and you're down 11 points or whatever it was in the fourth quarter and you gutted it out and found a way to win, I would agree. From a psychological perspective, that locker room, you always believe it, but now it's like, hey, wait a minute. You can always draw on that. Like, hey, we can do this, yep. and we could win any game, no matter what the circumstances are, even if we're undermanned. So from a psychological standpoint, I do agree it is a huge win. The only thing is it's still only week two. Right? Yep. There's just so no much that can no happen doubt. throughout the course of the season. But a huge, I, I, I would agree with you. I think psychologically those things are extremely important in just the, the belief that, hey, No matter what happens, we can do this.
1: He is Adam Archuleta. He's with us here on GCR. He's calling Ravens Lions for CBS on Sunday. Adam, I want to talk about a couple of guys with you. I want to start with Adafi Owe, who is the NFL Defensive Player of the Week, or the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, sorry, and and made what might go down as an eternal, iconic play in Ravens history coming up with that fumble there at the end of the game on Sunday night. Um he was a guy that, that there was a lot of questions about coming out of college. He didn't have a sack, obviously. I'm I'm sure you guys will mention that during the course of the broadcast on Sunday because it was a major storyline. How impressed have you been with what this young man has been able to do so quickly? And and are we maybe looking at a point where we gotta stop talking about edge rushers, the outside linebackers and only defining them by what they do in terms of getting sacks? Like, do we need to have a broader conversation about the impact that these players can have on football games?
8: Uh, absolutely. So I, I, I haven't been able to really study study him because I've only watched the TV copy. And so I haven't really gotten to the nuts and bolts of the actual, you know, the fun stuff, what right, I call it. Right, right. Um, but this is what I will say. Number one is you've got to trust the Ravens, their track record, of drafting and developing defensive players is as good as it gets. So I understand that, look, there are questions. The guy's a freak of nature, and the production wasn't there in college. But at some point, you got to say, look, the Ravens, they always reload when it comes to to guys that are disruptive and rushing the pass. The Ravens are, as I said, as good as it gets at finding defensive players that fit a certain style of play and that cause problem for offenses. And this goes back to when I played back in the day. So you've got to put trust in them that, look, they must see something that, that this kid can translate to the NFL level. And the fact of the matter is, you know, I I heard Pete Carroll talk about this maybe 10 years ago when discussing players, when they look at guys in the draft and they're saying, and his big thing was, and this always stood out to me, they want to find guys with unique traits. Right with unique traits that that, that nobody else has that you can use as their strength to put them in your defense. So you don't need to have the guy that can do it all, but if you have a guy that is special in a certain area or one or two areas, those guys are the ones that can impact the game. It's their job as coaches to put them in a position where they can exercise those traits, right? So Uh I think this kid is, is in that same category. The guy is long. He can run. And, you know, I don't know if he's assignment sound or not. You know, I haven't talked to Wink yet. But all you can ask for is a guy that plays with instincts, plays with passion, plays with fire, and then makes big plays when his moment is called. And that's what he's been able to do here in, 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 the, sec- in the first two weeks of the season. So that, that's my answer on that guy.
0: Acknowledging that, as you said, you haven't poured through the film of the game from Sunday the night. The all-22 stuff, right. the
8: good
1: stuff.
0: I, I think a lot of questions had to be asked about the Ravens' secondary after week one against uh, Las Vegas, and they certainly acquitted themselves, I think, better against Mahomes and company than they did against their car. But are you comfortable with the idea that the Ravens could run the same, like, you know, blitz-heavy scheme with the guys they have in their defensive backfield, knowing Marcus Peters is not there, as maybe they would have been when they did have them all at full strength?
8: Well, let's face it. I started off this conversation with, with talking about talent. Would I rather have Marcus Peters on my defense, a guy that can go get the football? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's uh, 100% fact. But I think you have to look at this in context also. Um, week one, you never know what you're going to get. Right now, it looks like Derek Carr and the Raiders might have something special. They might have a pretty good passing attack. Derek Carr is playing at a really high level. Okay, you just played probably the most talented quarterback I've ever seen throwing the ball. I mean, the throw that Mahomes made the first touchdown on Marlon Humphrey, There's no Aaron Rodgers can make that throw, but nobody else is going to make that throw. That was ridiculous, right? So we're talking about two really high-end passing offenses when you just are severely undermanned. And not to mention, you know, Wink Martindale, he's still trying to figure out. He, ha- he knows what he wants to do as a coordinator. But he's still trying to figure out how to put all these pieces together. It's still a young season. So, yes, would I rather have this secondary, at full strength? Absolutely. But I would say that I still like what they're doing, and I'm going to go back to track record. They find a way to pressure the passer. Ravens have always found a way to pressure the passer, and they've always been really good and been really sticky in the secondary. So I've got to put my trust until I see otherwise – until I see a real uh, a real big body of work, I've got to trust that, will they be the the high-end, top-five defense? Maybe not. Maybe they will. But I still think they have everything it takes to be a top-ten defense. Okay. And a defense that's going to give you a lot of challenge, a lot of problems as, as an offensive team.
1: And, and you combine that with having Lamar Jackson, you feel pretty good about yourself. You combine those two things, and you feel pretty good about who you are. Um, let me go to that side of the ball. I, there has been Adam for eternally this sort of conversation about, well, yeah, but they're going to have to start throwing the ball more, and they just can't keep doing this, and that's not the way that you beat the best teams, and that's not the way that you can go about winning. And I don't know if the Ravens will ever win a Super Bowl. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of really good players and even quarterbacks never won Super Bowls, right? Dan Marino mm-hmm. didn't win a Super Bowl. There's a lot of guys that didn't. But I, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm bamboozled. By this notion of thing that works, works at an unbelievably high level, works in ways that we've never seen happen here or anywhere before, it has to stop working at some point. There's just so many people that are convinced of that. There's no way this can continue to work, no matter how long it's worked, no matter who it's worked against. They just beat the Kansas City Chiefs with Lamar Jackson running for over 100 yards, running at will, gashing it down their throat. What do you make of it when you hear these things like they have to throw the ball more? They can't win doing things they've done and winning tons of games over the last few years.
8: Well, I think in a perfect world you would love you know, you've gotta have you've gotta have your lead punch and then you gotta have a a counter punch, right? In a perfect world you've gotta have that. So the Ravens at some point, yes, they're gonna have to win a game when it when a defense plays really, really well and stops Samar Jackson running the football it stops the running attack. That's a given. But having said that, when you talk about like your lead punch, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, I'm gonna fight Mike Tyson and, you know, as long as I stay away from the uppercut, you know, if I make him jab all will match, you know, I got a chance. I still gotta stop the uppercut. And there's a good chance he's gonna connect on it. And so when I look at this offense, the running game of Jackson at quarterback is the Mike Tyson uppercut. And when he plays at the level he does, you've got to be perfect. And then he's so good when he's in that zone, like he was when Mm -hmm. you see him, when you know he's really feeling it, Mm -hmm. you can still be perfect as a defense and he's still good enough where he's going to still be able to exploit you. So yes, I do believe that ultimately you want to be able to attack from multiple angles, but the offense and the scheme and Jackson are so good at what they do best that it's enough that it could carry him and take them a long way. The question is, will they run into a team in the playoffs that will take that away? And, and and you say the same thing about Russell Wilson. You say the same thing about Mahomes. Okay, if somebody was able to take away Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, can it just win a game? It's the same question. Right? Every the, offense, the Ravens every did a pretty good offense.
1: job of taking away Tyree Kill on Sunday night. And, well, they couldn't take away Travis Kelsey, but they, they absolutely took Tyree Kill out of the game on Sunday night, and it hurt them a great deal.
8: It did, right? But they still have Travis Kelsey, and that's yep. my point. Yep. Every great offense has something that they do extremely well, and it's your job as a defense to get them out of that and make them go to something else. For the Ravens, it's the run game, and Jackson is the X-Factor. Any defenses, there's probably you know four or five games this season the Ravens will probably have to figure out a way a defense will do a really good job of taking away Jackson and they're going to have to find another way to win. But for the other 12 or 13 games, that formula is going to work. It just it just the question is going to be in the playoffs. You know what are they going to have to do to win?
1: Uh, before I let you go, Adam Marchetta, uh, the roadmap uh, if the Lions who have played. We talked about it. They played really well in the second half against the 49ers. They played really well in the first half against the Packers. If there's a roadmap for the Lions beating the Ravens on Sunday, what's that roadmap?
8: Well, here's the deal. When, you're, when you have a, a, a gap or you don't quite have the top-end talent, when you're trying to rebuild your football team, what happens is, is you put together good quarters and good halves, but you can't put together a right? Because eventually the talent – You've got to have really good players that have played together and know how to go out there and win, and that's what you've seen from the Lions. They just don't have that yet. They're just still under man. You know, to me, the key is if you can do it, right? The, Ra- the Raiders, um, you look at what they did to the offense. If you can get pressure with four, okay, and you put Jackson in obvious passing situations, then you have a chance. It doesn't mean you're going to win, but it means you have a chance. And then you can let your four get after it and put pressure. But you've got to be able to have seven or eight zone players that have eyes on Jackson to minimize when he tries to improvise and break out of lanes. And then if you get in a place where you have to like start blitzing and start bringing pressure, now all of a sudden you have gaps. Guys' backs are – that's where Jackson really goes. So your best chance – Against the ravens you've got to be excellent on first down you've got to be outstanding on first down and get him into those obvious pass- passing situations because let's face it that's not where his strength is and that's not where the strength of the offense is and you've got to have a ferocious pass rush that's what the Raiders did that's what they showed i'm not sure the lions have that yeah right um, that's one place where they're missing, so it's going to have to take a monumental game take away have to be a big part of it. Somehow you've got to take the ball away at least three times, in my opinion, for the Lions to have a good defensive game plan. Because just from a a Pierce talent perspective and experience perspective, it's going to be a tall order to try and stop the Ravens running attack.
1: Sunday afternoon on CBS, Adam Archuleta alongside Greg Gumbel. They'll be on the call at Adam Archuleta on Twitter. Adam, is there anything else we can plug for you,
8: man? Oh, man, I just keep calling me a good dude, man. Forever, and, forever. Uh, a good dude, a good dude and fun dude, and hopefully, you know, you like my football knowledge. That's I, all I got I, for I, We have
1: always appreciated it, man. It means the world to us. Hopefully there'll be a few more of these with you on the call as the season goes on. Adam, thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. We really appreciate it. It's... Yep, anytime. Adam Archuleta from CBS, getting ready for the broadcast on Sunday. Appreciate him hopping on with us. And uh, don't forget that uh, at halftime on Sunday, you can hop over to facebookcom Sports for Project Game Day. And then post game, it'll be myself and the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard making her 2021 debut. It's all brought to you by Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, and Underdog Fantasy Football. We will see you on Sunday for Project Game Day. Speaking of Underdog, of course, if you're not playing at Underdog Fantasy, I just hate having fun. Do you hate winning money? Do you hate free money? Have you even dipped into your own money yet, or you're still playing free money right now? Still free. Yeah. You can double your money. Go right now to underdogfantasy.com. Put in the code PRESSBOX. Deposit $10. You get $10 free. It's as simple as that. It's that simple. You can also go to pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. And then you can click on the, uh, the the link there. There's an Underdog logo. Click on that, and it'll work the same way. But go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog app. Use the code PRESSBOX. Deposit $10. You get $10 free. You're doubling your money. And if you're feeling it, you're mad that gambling, which was approved, has not been put into play in time for this football season, you can still make your money playing Underdog Fantasy football. It's not just the daily and the weekly fantasy contests. They have props games. They have all sorts of fun stuff that you can do betting-wise in order to win some money. Play underdog fantasy football again, underdogfantasy.com. Use the code PRESSBOX. $10 free when you deposit 10 bucks. We'll come back in and wind things down for Glenn Clark Radio on this Would You Rather Wednesday.
0: Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com tickets.
1: Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets hand-breaded in herb panko and pan-fried until golden brown served with mustard cream sauce mashed potatoes and roasted vegetables Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter brewer Sausage Sandwich Prussian Pretzel rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels and Apple Cobbler All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft, dine on their patios or in their dining room or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. C3
0: American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48 hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis.
2: That first sip. (sighs) That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose
1: every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today.
7: What's up, everybody? This is Ty's Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the ties Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on PressBox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show.
1: The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, September 28th at City Line Bar and Grill on Bel Air Road. It's all brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Grade 8's memorabilia, and PressBox
5: this is blenkaradio.com nothing but men.
1: all right would you rather um poop your pants at a football game or have have be grocery shopping and your hand touches poop the latter you would rather have your hand touch the poop yeah. and that's because
0: i just don't think i could lift the first one down it's very
1: difficult like i so i this one's also been quite split between people saying, "Well, I'm controlling the situation. I don't ever want to touch someone else's poop," right? Like, Wash it's, my hands thoroughly. it's my and that's sort of. Yeah. I think that's where I am. Whereas, like, you're at a football game. You also might get some free groceries out of that. I presumably you would. Yes, they would probably do a, a, a take care of you a great deal. Whereas the Threaten first place, public with you, at you know? the first place, they probably just ask you to leave. Correct. would be the way that that would go. Maybe get arrested even. I I I understand like germaphobes and the reason why people are answering a certain people are answering a certain way, but like. What a horrendous place to have something like that happen to you. Um, this is a this is a true story. I did not know once upon a time that I was dealing with an internal blood clot, and sounds fun. Um, I was. I've also, I think, I've told you guys a million times. So I, I, have, I pooped my pants. Correct. I've I have had terrible neck pain throughout the course of my life. Right. Yeah. I have this. This issue where my where your neck's supposed to curve, mine doesn't. Just goes straight up and down, and it causes horrendous neck spasms. Just sounds fun. Uncont- oh, it's such a, it's a great time. And at one particular point in my life, when I first started dealing with it, um, I was doing what a lot of people do. I was just taking ibuprofen because I was trying to avoid the strong stuff. I didn't want to become a you know a drug addict.
0: Worked right, yeah so,
1: Yeah, not so great. Um, I just took some ibuprofen, and no, I I took. I, took the, I, t- I didn't take ibuprofen. I took uh, aspirin, mm-hmm. not realizing that I also had an internal blood clot mm-hmm. and that aspirin, of course, is a blood thinner. Mm. And I happened to be out at a bar one night and someone said to me, dude, you might want to stick a tampon in your underpants. You have blood coming out of that part of you. I was dr- I was drunk. And I mean, you were I like, was, oh,
0: that was no, that was two nights ago.
1: Right, correct. I'm like, yeah. Well, when my boyfriend and I do it <laughs> home, you don't you don't worry about us. I'm like, what the hell? Now I was drunk enough that I don't remember the shame and the embarrassment that came along with with such a sure, situation. Sure. Which is also possible and in this scenario. In this scenario, it's totally possible. It's the same thing. But even still. But yeah, yeah. I don't think you ever really live it down. I and you're don't never with you your, your friends really at the grocery live- store. Good point. They'll never really yeah. know, except if you go like do news interviews like this lady did, trying to get your free groceries I would be them forever.
0: for groceries before I went to the not. I'll tell you what, I'll never <laughs> yeah. tell anyone yeah. as long as you give me right. my yeah. Frito-Lay well, chips. A year for, of
1: free groceries. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And then uh, number three, would you rather? Jace Tingler gets fired. Buck Showalter takes the job three years down the road. He beats the Orioles in the World Series. It's the only World Series they make in the rebuild era. Or... Buck never gets another job, and at the same time, like the Orioles are not guaranteed to ever make it. This is not guaranteed Mm -hmm. to ever come to fruition. That's the former. Okay.
0: You want to win the World Series. There's no doubt about that. Yep. But they're getting to one in this, so you would think they're at least competitive for all those years and in the mix, if not in the World Series, and not winning one necessarily, whereas in the latter, you're guaranteed nothing. And I love Buck, so yeah.
1: All right. All right. I respect that. Mo- more people are siding with the the, the la the the former. No I the I chose, the chose the former though. You chose the former, yes. More people are si- former, are yeah. siding with the latter and I need to have the opportunity for the Orioles to win a World Series. Like just I'm getting more of that. And I get it. Like I understand. Long odds. It's very difficult. Um, they, don't, they don't just give them out. Good right. teams have not won World Series. That has happened. It's been a long time since even the Yankees have won a World Series. So. Let's keep it that way. I would like to keep it that way forever. That would be very nice. All right. Uh, would You Rather Wednesday was also brought to you today by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Continue to get me your responses at Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Radio. As always, spare a thought when you do. It goes a long way. Um, and we're gonna pick somebody tomorrow morning that's gonna win fifty dollars in gift cards to Glory Days Grill. Tidbit brought to you by Window Nation. Right now, Window Nation. I still can't believe Drew did that. I still I can't anyway. I can believe it. No, I know. I should I should know better. All September long, they're celebrating back to school at Window Nation. Two free windows for every two you buy, wood or vinyl styles. Buy four, get four free. There's literally no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com.
0: So, Sunday marks the 40th start of Lamar Jackson's career. Mm. If they win, which Vegas suggests that should be the case, he would tie Patrick Mahomes, Dan Marino, and Kurt Warner for the most wins through the first 40 starts of any quarterback's career with 32. So, let's go Ravens. Of course, a big story on Sunday night, Alejandro Villanueva. After allowing 10 pressures, the most among any offensive tackle, and having the fourth worst graded performance of any offensive tackle in week one, he ranked second among offensive tackles in his grade for week two and allowed zero pressures. So, a quality turnaround that we hope continues for eternity. Of course, it helps to block for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, among all players in football this season, ranks third in rushing yards with 193 behind only Joe Mixon and then, well, 47 yards more than him has Derrick Henry. But top three is not bad for a quarterback, as he said, it against Miami, although he was talking about throwing the football. Not bad for running back, but whatever. You get it. Nailed it. The uh, Ravens play Jared Goff and company on Sunday. Goff, to his detriment – has already thrown 18 bad throws through two weeks. Bad throws, according to Pro Football yeah, Reference, say. are throws that were not catchable with normal effort. Hmm. There are two other quarterbacks with 16 or more bad throws through two weeks. Who? Uh,
1: I'm going to guess, based on the conversation we had yesterday, that it's Josh Allen. 16 yeah. for Josh Allen. Third most Get rid of them. I mean, obviously, I'm just they saying. Should, they should just get rid of them. I'm just saying. I mean, it'd be, I, if I were them, I would. Now, who's their backup up there? It's uh, Fromm. Is it, uh, is it Jake Fromm? Yeah, Jake probably. Fromm, State Farm? Yeah. I would. If I were them, I'd just play him. I'm just saying. Something to watch. Sucks. Something to watch. That guy's terrible. the um, <laughs> other one I have no.
0: Andy Dalton. No. I don't think he's thrown 16 times this year.
1: I think he's thrown 16 times. <laughs> 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 I think he's done that. Uh, I saw one really terrible. Jameis Winston. Nope. He hit a good first game. He had a good first game. Twenty times. In that yeah, first but game. you saw that interception that he threw on Sunday. But he completed sixteen of them. So there's only four it's chances fine. in that game. It's fine. Uh, it was god awful.
0: This player has twenty-seven for what it's worth.
1: Twenty-seven bad throws. Ben Roethlisberger. Nope. He had a couple bad throws on Sunday. Uh, uh Zach Wilson. Nope. Mac Jones. No. He completed like. 70% of his passes. Has he really? Yeah. I don't know that. I'm not paying that much attention. Uh, 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 Daniel Jones. No. Uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence.
0: 27 for yeah. two weeks okay. for Trevor Lawrence. He's thrown the ball a lot, so... Not hard to believe, but, uh, you know, he's got to take his licks the first year until he gets it all figured out. Yeah, so That's
1: the way it goes. That's the way it goes. All right. Very good. Uh, Tubular brought to you by the Pressbox Fantasy Football Show, which is back tomorrow morning, 1130 a.m. We do it every week. KZ will join us here in studio to help you set your lineups for the week. Are we really playing Cordero Patterson? Like, are we? is that a thing? Are we doing that? I genuinely don't know. I didn't get him in any of my leagues either, so I don't even think I bothered to put in a waiver claim because I was like, eh. I don't think this is somebody I'm going to use that on, but he's, he's a thing. We'll be talking about it tomorrow on the press Packs fantasy football show, which is brought to you by the Maryland department of transportation, CCBC and glory days grill. We'll see you tomorrow morning. You we're playing Antonio Brown. You might want to tune in. Yeah. They, well, I mean, just don't, he's on the COVID list. So yes. it's not going to be, an but option. you need to figure out who you're going to play instead. So that is true. You would need to know who the other options are. All right. Here's what's coming up tonight. Totally tubular. By the way, have we really left the Ken Burns Ali documentary off tubular? No, we really haven't. You got it? Maybe yeah. it was just Monday that we didn't say it because you weren't here. Correct. Maybe that's what it was. So okay.
0: Casting dispersions over there. No, I was. I, I was deserve. like.
1: I remembered. Like thinking to myself, did we? Th- my, but Monday was probably the day because you weren't here. And he attempted to do. Zach attempted to do the other side of tubular, but he didn't put that on the list. Um, an apology is due. What's that? You owe me an apology. I asked a question. I didn't accuse you of anything. It was a rather. No, I said. Tone. Did we? I said. Did we? That was a question. When you said, Did we really leave this off to and, and by the way, the answer can be no. And then that's that. Why are you looking at Monday only? I just remembered thinking to myself at some point this week, we probably should have mentioned that. I did twice. Did you mention it twice? Yes. When did you mention it the second time? Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. I mentioned it on Friday as well. It didn't air on Friday. There was a Sunday. Oh, it aired on the first Sunday. One. All right. All right. Well, that was last week. And I said this week. So you didn't mention it two times this week. Okay. I am correct about that. I am right on this one. Just saying. Not saying that you didn't mention it at all. I just remember thinking to myself after one day, I was like, we didn't include that. It was Monday. That makes sense. Orioles, Philly, 7 o'clock on Mass in the Night. Keegan Aiken and Zach Wheeler, the pitching matchup. Mass in two for Nationals. Marlins at 640. MLB Network, Pirates, Reds, 1230. Blue Jays, Rays at 330. ESPN's got Mets, Red Sox at 7. I finished the uh, Mets 30 for 30 As 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 – exactly the way that it was being described it had no business being a four hour documentary it's it, if you care about the Mets I mean I'm sure you loved it being four hours the rest of us you know it was a kind of a blip on the radar an hour and a half would have done just fine you could have done all that in an hour and a half um, and you would have been it been quite good um, it was it was just overbearing at four hours um, anyway Giants sort Padres sort of like the Irishman you know <sighs> I, the Irishman, was more deserving of being a three-hour movie than this was. Like there was more there in three hours in the Irishman than there was here. Giants, Padres, ten o'clock on ESPN, ESPN two. The League's Cup, you never miss it when Lyon and Seattle Sounders get together. That's tonight at ten o'clock. TNT for AEW Dynamite at eight. And then uh, I, I, I went I ahead. And, it, yeah. Okay, you took care of that. Then I, go ahead. You tell I me about did it. Take care you of take care, of it. care. You tell me. PBS. Uh, this is part four of the documentary. It's the final yes. part of the documentary.
0: Uh, that's at eight o'clock on PBS. Uh, Archer, ten o'clock on FX. We've got the Goldbergs, the Wonder Years, that new Don Cheadle narrated show.
1: I think I'll look at it.
0: The like Connors and then Home Economics. Those are all on tonight at eight through nine thirty on abc so new seasons beginning there if you are a chicago fan of any med fire pd then you probably already knew but that begins if anyone watches survivor that's eight o'clock on cbs full front of the will samantha b at ten thirty on tbs and stuff and things check it all out at glennclarkradio.com
1: all right very good thanks today to drew forrester thanks to lomas brown thanks to adam archuleta and thanks, of course, to Tyus Bowser and Anthony Levine uh, from the show last night. We'll get all of it up in the Greatest Hits section of the Archives. tab at GlennClarkRadio.com. Um, KZ will join us tomorrow. You will. Greg Rose, Maryland football defensive end, is going to join us tomorrow. His story, incredible. You're, you might remember the video of Kevin Durant announcing that a walk-on like was given a scholarship. That was Greg Rose. And all he did was when the game was on the line I on was Friday that night. Mouse. You were that mouse. Exactly yes. right. The two mice in a bucket of cream. And Greg Rose churned that cream, into you know, it's just a remarkable story, um, climbed right out. I really wanted my best friend to say that as the blessing at my wedding, and unfortunately my family is just a little too religious for that to have gone over all that well, and I just chose not to, and I regret that to this day. Really regret that decision. Anyway, the moral of the story is that Greg Rose is joining us on the program tomorrow. Greg Rose, Friday night against Illinois, went from walk-on to being on the field, when it was a tie game seventeen seventeen, and all he did was get back to back sacks that forced Illinois to have to punt from their own end zone that led to Maryland's game winning field goal. A pretty freaking remarkable story. We'll talk to him about that tomorrow. And Irons and Fires, stuff and things. Irons and Fires, stuff and things. Part two of the Tyus Bowser. Perhaps tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, Perhaps we'll tomorrow as well. Someday. We'll definitely get to it. That's a promise. Just don't know if it'll be tomorrow or Friday. We will air part two of the Tyus Bowser show as well. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, Mobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great 8's memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, the Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, the Maryland Five Star, your local Toyota dealer, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at k Ottenheimer. Follow us, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Uh, Go Birds, but again, not really. Go Diamondbacks. Yes, go Diamondbacks. Thank you. That's a good one. Go Diamondbacks. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.